0: I'm doing a podcast. I'm doing a podcast. We're learning about each other. I'm doing a podcast. Sitting next to some chips and a table and there's people around us now. We're going to find out about each other.
1: Welcome to the uh, 36 Questions Podcast. I'm Nick. And I'm Anna.
0: And we are a married couple.
1: We are a real-life married couple.
0: It's legal. We have paperwork.
1: We Do we do?
0: In case you thought that Where we were Where is that it paper?
1: I don't know. It's oh, in a it, folder.
0: It's somewhere. I don't know. It doesn't matter.
1: It doesn't matter. Uh, in case you were wondering, we have a new theme song, which you heard.
0: Yeah, that was by Billy Soko. He was in the last podcast, so if you haven't listened to that, why not?
1: Yeah. If you haven't listened to one through four, what are you doing with your life?
0: <laughs> that is episode four, so stop <laughs> listening now and go back to that one if you haven't listened
1: And to Billy, it. in case you're listening, you will not get royalties, but we, you will get credit every time.
0: Not every time. Okay, Just that not one. Not <laughs> every
1: time, but people should know that it's Billy because he did a really good job. He did great. Do you want to explain the 36 questions A psychological experiment
0: I would love to 36 questions is based on A study by Psychologist Arthur Aaron He put together a paper in 1997 To explore ways people Could become more intimate And one of those ways Was to have them ask 36 questions that Led to intimacy
1: Yeah and it was You might have heard it In the Modern love Column of the New York Times Uh, But also this podcast
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm Uh, And what's very exciting about this study is when he first did it, the first subjects got together. A couple actually got married six months later and they invited everyone from the study to their wedding.
1: Yeah. And the lady from the Modern Love column fell in love with the guy she was dating after doing the questions. Mm -hmm. So. I I, I decided something that we should do this podcast until two people fall in love. From the questions, and then we should retire and move to an island.
0: We should do this until someone falls in love. Yes. And when they do, they have to invite everyone who has been on the podcast.
1: Everyone before.
0: Everyone before them who did not <laughs> fall in love will have to come to their wedding <laughs> uh, and then on a show date. them how
1: it's done. Yes. And say that we fell in love. What's wrong with you
0: guys? So they really just have to uh, just sh- shove it in the other people's faces <laughs> so that they did not fall in love.
1: Yeah, agreed.
0: And we can go too, and we're in love. So oh,
1: we're, we're 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 I mean, officiating. We're
0: easily the winners of.
1: This we are. There's no winners in this podcast.
0: <laughs> uh, anyway, we win. So, who do we
1: have this week?
0: Uh, this week we have Alex Simmons
1: and Cassandra Martin,
0: and they're both. Uh, you're really gonna like this podcast. You can tell that they're they're two very introverted people, but they really open up quickly, and it's it's really uh, you can actually feel the difference.
1: Yeah, it was super interesting because they were both very shy and they're both very aware of that, but they're they both were so funny and so insightful.
0: I really was amazed at how quick they were. It felt like I was listening to written dialogue, how how smart they were with with their responses.
1: Yeah, definitely one of my favorite podcasts so far.
0: Awesome. So without further ado, here are Alex and Cassandra.
2: Hello. Hello. <laughs> um, question one. Describe yourself in two minutes. Oh, that's a long time. That, yeah.
3: Um, I don't I don't know. This is I didn't expect it to be like a time yeah. thing. Oh, okay. Um like how? Like just what I do? Um
2: whatever you think yourself, I guess, in two minutes um, is.
3: I don't know. I uh, I'm from New Jersey. Uh, so I just grew up around there. I'm primarily from the East coast. Just moved around all over New Jersey, New York, went to college in New York. Um, I write sketch comedy now. Um, I, now I feel like I'm not doing enough. I can't fill two minutes. (laughs) Uh, uh, I don't know. That's it. That's all all I am. That's That's all you are. Yeah.
2: All right. Is that, that's, is that acceptable? Oh, cool. All right. Um, I'm gonna M- do more. I'm gonna try to. <laughs> let's see here. What have I got? My name's Alex. I'm uh I'm from New Jersey, and I uh, have lived in New York for five ish, six ish years. I went to college in New York, and I'm a sketch comedy writer. <laughs> oh <laughs> my God, like we're the same person. I know we're so <laughs> similar. Uh, I'm from Middletown, New Jersey.
3: Oh, I, where is
2: that? Uh, okay, so that's in Monmouth County. Okay, which is like central coastal. Okay. Um. Clearly not from the same town. That's, no. That's okay, though. Don't
3: even know where Monmouth County Good. is. You don't
2: need to. It's not that <laughs> great. It's... Mm, no, it's not that great. Um, is
3: it? Is it by, like, Asbury Park?
2: Yeah, Asbury Park is, like, in Monmouth County. Okay. So my town is a little bit north. All right. Like, Asbury, I think, is, like, exit... Mm, 90 something on the parkway. Sure. I'm 117, if anyone cares. I care. <laughs> um, cool. Oh, thank you.
3: Oh, that's so nice. I care about stops that's off of the parkway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, honestly, it's
2: so important to New Jersey people. um i Let's see. Okay. So I uh, study improv at UCB. I am currently an intern at UCB, which is qu- kind of fun. um I work in an office. I'm a copy editor. have a writing degree. Don't write that much. Uh, I live in bed and I really like cats and, um, yeah, I think that's about, that's me.
3: Is there any cat in particular that you like?
2: Um, that's a good question. Just one cat. Well, well hmm.
3: I'm pitting them all against each other. I
2: really like, ca- like, this is hard. This is a hard decision if <laughs> I've ever decided on one cat. So I would say maybe like Garfield is a pretty cool cat. All right.
0: The next question is your favorite cat.
2: So don't Oh, <laughs> oh no. Just, oh gosh. Okay, let's let's slow down. Uh no, Garfield's great. He hates Mondays and he likes lasagna and uh I feel that way too. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Where are you a copy editor at? Um I'm a copy editor in a in a very corporate office in Midtown. Um we create an app that primarily doctors use. So it's not a dream job, but it's it's a cool way for doctors to get, like, information and breaking news uh, and cool, cool, really cool targeted pharma ads, which is a, a really cool thing. Not really, but, yeah. What is your favorite pharmaceutical <clears throat> drug? That <laughs> is a great question. <laughs> uh, too many to choose from. <laughs> Let's just say that.
3: <laughs> Next question. All right. Given the choice of anyone in the world, who would you want as a dinner guest? Hmm. This is one of those things that, like, it's a question that I know people get asked, but I never...
2: You can never think th- of th- anyone. You can't think of anybody. Because you want to have, like, the perfect response, right? right? But... Um, I guess for, the, for like, the sake of time, I'll say um, someone who's always kind of... Who's always really fascinated me is J.K. Mm-hmm. Rowling. Okay. Um, I've actually never read this, the Harry Potter series... I read the first two books when they came out, so I was, like, 10 or 11, as I am a child of the 90s, but I think at that point I was too involved with uh, video games and, like, The Simpsons and, like, kind of more childish things. Mm -hmm. I feel like Harry Potter is a very, like, uh, impactful book for, like, children who feel alone, who, who... grow up you know kind of like as the underdog maybe like and i definitely fit that description as a kid but since i didn't read harry potter that much i think my questions for jk rowling would be more like what's it been like for you knowing you've impacted millions of children and their childhood you've like formed their entire childhood which is like so important for like development and personality And like, what is it like knowing that you, Mm -hmm. you changed the lives of so many people, which Mm -hmm. I think is something everyone wants to kind of aspire to achieve is, is like just impacting people in a positive way. Yeah. And, um, she also seems like a really cool person. So I'd love to see what, um, what, what she would get for dinner too, (laughs) if, (laughs) if we had dinner together. That's a good question.
3: I mean, that's a good answer. Thank you. Um, I'm trying to think, um, Probably somebody that, like, works in comedy, but not necessarily a performer. So, like, maybe somebody like Judd Apatow, Mm,
4: mm -hmm. who, like,
3: is producing stuff and works with a lot of comedy people, and it's, like, behind the scenes more, Yeah. just to kind of pick his brain a little bit about how, like, what's his relationship to comedy like, and how does he feel about it, and what he does, and how he feels his impact in it is. Um, Because that's sort of what I kind of want to do. Mm-hmm. So I'd be curious to see how, like, his process is about it. That's, okay, yeah. my cool.
2: cool. That's what we'll say. <laughs> All right. Okay, question three. <clears throat> uh, would you like to be famous? In what way? Cool. Uh, I feel like I kind of touched on that in my previous answer. Um, I would like to be famous. Not, Ooh. you know, no shame. I would like to be famous, but not for, like, being rich or being, like, a celebrity. But mm-hmm. if I could be... Even if it's just, like, famous within a small community. Sure. Or even, like... Even, like, being well-known in, like, the comedy community. It's, like, it's cool. Because, like, it's it's hard to stand out, you know? Mm-hmm. And knowing that people know who you are and, like, they enjoy what you've been doing. It's kind of, like, a good feeling. It makes me feel like um, I'm doing it right, I guess, in New York. Because yeah. I feel like a lot of people come here and they don't really achieve what they set out to do. Um, And even if, even if this is like a small achievement, I think just being known and being known for being liked for what you do, I think is really important. So like, yes, I'd like to be famous, but I don't really care what capacity Mm -hmm. I just want to know. I guess I just kind of want approval from people. I don't know. Is that weird? That's my answer. No, that's not weird.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't really care to be famous. I don't. I don't need people to know who I am explicitly, but mm-hmm. I do want to like work with people yeah. who I think want that. Like I have no problem being on stage, but I don't need it the way some people do. Mm-hmm. Like I don't need that kind of attention. Mm-hmm. So like I'm fine yeah. with being behind the scenes and kind of like helping other people perform and do things like that. But that's just I don't really need
2: it. Being like the go-to person, but not necessarily like. Yeah. The star of the show. Right. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah.
3: I'll hide behind the curtains. <laughs> cool. I would do that too. Yeah. Um, oh, my turn. My turn. Um, before going to a social event or meeting, do you ever rehearse what you're going to say? Why?
2: Mm, I guess not really rehearse. I'll think of interesting things to talk about that, like, I guess I've done that week. Mm-hmm. Um, it's weird because I use... I I'm pretty active on social media like Facebook and Twitter and I kind of, and Instagram. So I kind of like, feel like I air all of my highlights of that day, mm. anyway. So if I'm going to a social event, I'm almost a little afraid that I'll have nothing to talk about. Yeah. So, no, I guess I don't really rehearse anything. I kind of just go into these events expecting, if, um, someone I'm talking to saw what I posted on on social media yeah we could talk about that and if they had I don't know questions or if they were interested in it and if they didn't see it I guess I would just recap what I had posted on Facebook so I guess it's kind of like a rehearsal but like not really like it's a different medium yeah I think that's what I do
3: (laughs) yeah that's like if you you like tweet something and then you use it in like a stand-up set
2: Mm -hmm. yeah I've never done that before no no have you?
3: No. Oh, okay. Good. <laughs> Great. <laughs> um, I don't... I, I feel like I used to go through scenarios of, like, possible conversations with people in my mind, but I don't do it anymore. Um, but when I did it, I was just because of, like, social anxiety, where, like, I kind of needed mm. to think through, like, all the possible scenarios of yeah. how things would happen. So I would just think, like, oh, if I encountered this person, what kind of thing would I talk about? What would be, like, a, an appropriate thing to talk about with that person? and do that with, like, all the possible people that I might encounter at a certain event. definitely. Um, But that's exhausting to do.
2: Especially if you know people who react differently to, like, the same thing. Right. Embracing yourself Mm -hmm. for that.
3: Yeah. Um, But I don't, I feel like I don't do that now. Mm -hmm. Just kind of go with whatever.
2: Cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Question five. What would constitute a perfect day for you?
3: Ooh. Perfect. Day. Mm. I've got one. Oh, cool! Let's hear it. Um, wake up like nine a.m. Right? Go to the Museum of Natural History. Oh wow! There's a cafe that's nearby. It's called Alice's Teacup, and I've they have they yeah they have like tea and scones and stuff. They have really good scones. So go there, get scones. Okay. After that, walk over to the Museum of Natural History. Okay. Like around ten, that's when they open. Mm. Beat the line get into the museum like 10:05. Mm-hmm. Run down the halls okay. to the mu- to where the where the dinosaur exhibits are. We have to run? Yes, because can't you can't walk. Okay. Because it takes every, all the tourists that go there kind mm-hmm. of like meander around and it takes them a while to get to that wing with the dinosaurs, mm-hmm. but if you run, you beat the crowds and then you have like a good 20 <laughs> minutes with the dinosaurs ex- with the dinosaur exhibits by yourself.
2: Oh wow. So it's like your
3: own little <laughs> private museum for like a little bit. Which is really nice.
2: That sounds like so much. So I have to fill my stomach with scones. Yes. And then I have to run to the museum. Yes. And then I have to run down the hall inside the museum. Yes. To the dinosaurs. Yeah. Where hopefully I don't get kicked out. Yeah. Or a stomach ache. Yeah. Okay. That's a perfect day.
3: Well, it's a perfect morning. Okay.
2: So let's let's keep going. It's not done yet. Okay. I'm so sorry for interrupting.
3: (laughs) After that, you walk around the museum. Okay. See the other exhibits. Um leave probably around noonish mm-hmm. cuz you could see the whole museum pretty quickly if you're not reading the things like I, I don't read Ooh, the things. Who does that? I just look at the exhibits. Yeah. Um go to Shake Shack, mm. get some food, wow. carry it over to Central Park, eat in the park, mm-hmm. and then walk around the park for a while.
2: A lot of walking and eating. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. Cool.
3: And then after that getting dessert somewhere. More that's eating. a little more up in the air. Yeah. Yeah. And that's and, a good day. And that's the day. Cool. Yeah, that's the day. <laughs>
2: That's such a specific hour-by-hour hour breakdown of a day. I don't even know where to begin. Um, I guess for me, a perfect day starts off with a perfect night's rest, so I'd probably wake up later than so 9. I'm so responsible. Yeah, no, I mean, I would be going to bed late, so I'd be I'd have to wake up late. Ugh. I'd wake up at, like, 11.30, I think. Okay. Uh, and then I'd actually get out of bed at 12, Ooh. so I'm kind of a late riser. Um, I would shower, I'd make coffee, I would get dressed, uh, even if it's a day off, I like would do my hair, do my beard up, you know, get really nice, uh, get really clean, put my shoes on, even if I'm staying home, I would put my shoes on, drink coffee, just kind of decompress, knowing that, like, ooh, this is great, I have a moment to unwind, because I feel like I don't really unwind, you know, I don't think anyone in New York really gets to unwind that much. You can't. You can It's It's socially impossible. It's
3: too, there's too much happening. There's everything happening.
2: <laughs> but in this perfect world, I would have nothing happening. And I would either write, I would write something that I had thought of, like, because I usually take notes on my phone, like, who doesn't do that? Like, if they're on the train. Or I would just, like, take a moment, take a break and play, like, an old video game from, like, my childhood. Maybe for, like, a half hour or an hour. Which one? Um, I've been on a big Zelda kick okay. right now uh, to prepare for the new one coming mm. out. Um, sound like you've never cared for Zelda. I
3: never got into yeah, it. I'm, a, I'm aware of it. Yeah. It's, I
2: mean, yeah, it's good to at least be aware of it.
3: I've seen, I've seen gameplay of it.
2: Yeah, you've seen like the, the blonde hair. Yeah. I know dude. Zelda's
3: not the main character. Thank you. That's all I need to
2: know. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh, I really do appreciate that. Um, yeah, I would do that and then probably eat, you know, make some, like, food at home. I like to cook. I like to cook cheap, so maybe, like, some eggs and some Mm -hmm. toast. And, uh...
3: Would you put the eggs on the toast?
2: Um, I would never, actually. (gasps) I don't do that. I eat them... I eat the eggs first. I like them over hard. Okay. Scrambled is too messy, too much. Uh, yeah, but I would eat that. Okay. Make... Drink my coffee again, and then, uh... I don't know. Just kind of puts around knowing I have the full day to myself. I think that is a perfect day for me. <laughs> That's it.
3: That's good. Your perfect day is a lot of getting things done. Yes. I, like, <laughs> I'm so productive.
2: Like too productive.
1: Uh, Cassandra, I will say that I appreciate that your perfect day is all within like a four block radius. But yeah. <laughs> but it's very practical. Yeah. I appreciate
3: that. Yeah, oh, I've thought this through. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Mine's like in a one room radius, so, <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah. Okay.
3: All right. Uh, when did you last sing to yourself? To someone else?
2: Mm-hmm. It's like a two part question. Yeah. I don't sing a lot. Do you? I don't know. Sing? No, oh.
3: no, I don't. I had some like someone yeah. call me out on it when I was little. In a oh, negative we way. Oh no! Yeah, and I'm like, I just don't do it.
2: <laughs> Somebody shamed you for singing yeah. as a child. Yes. And it's been it, yeah. Now I whole just life? don't. Yeah. Oh, that's that, that's so sad. Not even in the shower. Nope. I'm trying to think honestly. When the last time I did karaoke okay. recently, and I never ever do karaoke with coworkers Ooh. for for my medical office coworkers. Okay. So it's it was really weird. Um, did they let loose the, well they're they're like all these corporate people but then my department has like other uh millennials in Ooh. it um i don't know someone put on uh womanizer by britney spears <laughs> and you know and all I, the words i I'm not gonna lie i know <laughs> the song i've heard it many times so I sang it half, and then the other half, I just, I read the lyrics out loud as mm-hmm. if I was doing slam poetry.
3: Oh, that's And great. it was
2: really uh, <laughs> fun. I'm not going to recreate it now, because that moment was was magic in that moment, right. not now. But um, I'd say that was the last time I sang to other people, and to myself, maybe in the shower. I don't yeah. really remember, because I was like half asleep in the shower. Okay. Yeah. I think that's, so I don't, no, I don't sing that much. Okay. mm hmm all right, I guess the next I guess question. Okay. <laughs> um, question seven. You will live until 90, but must choose either the mind or body of a 30 year old for the last, oh, sorry, of a 30 year old for the last 60 years. Which do you choose? The so you mind get either the mind or, or, the, or body. the body, mm.
3: but not both.
2: Hmm.
3: I would take the body
2: of a 30 year old. Yeah. Yeah any reason
3: cuz if you just if you have the mind of a 30-year-old but the body of a 90-year-old is it mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. you what you can't do as much i don't think cuz 90-year-olds have a hard time just physically doing stuff that's like the big hurdle yeah. for them yeah so i would like the body so you can at least run around i mean maybe maybe you can't remember it the next day i don't know what oh yeah but you could still do it
2: that's interesting I feel like I would want the body, but I think I'm actually going to go with the mind Ooh. of a 90 year old, only because I know that Alzheimer's runs in my family. Ooh. Not to not to like bring the mood down because yeah. it's it's a fairly common like disease, but I think I'd rather know where I am and who I'm with, and and like feel like a 30 year old mm-hmm. m- mentally. Yeah. Um, and then physically, I would just play Zelda all day and eat um, eggs. So okay. uh, I think it would work out for me. Yeah, you
3: could still do your perfect day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's all I need.
2: <laughs> I could do it every day. And
3: then mine is all walking around. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: So you could do yours, too. I could do mine. <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Okay.
3: Uh, do you have a secret hunch about how you will die?
2: Hmm. No um i don't know if anyone unless they have a disease knows like has a hunch i don't know man the world is so scary right now like yeah. every day like again not to bring the mood down but every day like i'm taking public transportation and i'm thinking like oh boy this is like playing russian roulette but with like a bigger you know it's not six bullets it's like more bullets no. that are which aspect of it uh wait what do you mean
3: what what aspect of taking public transportation is the Russian roulette?
2: Um, I'd say just being on being a... Being
3: around, like, a bunch of people all the time?
2: Just, like, even just, like, being on, like, a, a heavily trafficked, like, public machine, like a subway. I feel like oh. that could be, like, a terror target. Cause oh, yeah. Because why not? There's no security in it. Sure. But not that I take the train every day and fear for my life, mm-hmm. but... Sure, uh, for a hunch, living in this New York City, yeah. I'd say sure. Maybe I'll die in a terror-related event. That's fair. Yeah. That's How about you? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: I mean, I worry about the same thing. Yeah. But just like physically within myself, I, my, my lungs are not great. Not that I have, wow. I don't have anything in particular. I just have asthma, but mm. I always have like breathing problems. And I'm always worried that like my medication might stop working one oh, wow. day because I have to take it yeah. all the time. And then I'm worried like something might happen there and I can't breathe.
2: Oh, that's scary. Yeah. Uh,
3: I don't know if that's how I will die, but I'm. that's a concern.
2: <laughs> oh, gosh. It's a more legit concern than mine, yeah. I think. <laughs> uh, all right, let's move on. <laughs> uh, another positive question. Okay. Oh. Uh, name two things you and your partner appear to have in common. Hmm. That's cool. I like that. I know we're both from New Jersey.
3: Both from New Jersey, yeah.
2: You don't know where Middletown is.
3: No, I I, I was from North Jersey. What so. part of Bergen what? County?
2: Oh, mm-hmm. I mean I know it. I've never really been to it. Yeah, too much. Probably
3: been through it.
2: Yeah, if the Parkway runs through it. I think it does. Okay, then I think I've been through it. Through yeah. it maybe. Um, we both have gray like shirt. Well, I have a sweatshirt on.
3: I have a gray T-shirt.
2: Yeah, a nice dark gray.
3: Yeah goes with everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's a,
2: yeah, it's a pretty neutral tone. Yeah. Um, I know you went to school in New York. Yes. Did you go to NYU? No. I didn't either. Whoa. Whoa. Um, where did you go to school? I went
3: to Barnard.
2: Oh. I don't even know it's part part. It's
3: like the all-women's college of Columbia <gasps> University.
2: Oh, okay. Um, that's why I don't know it that yeah, well. Yeah. It's
3: an all, all-girls school. Cool.
2: What did you study? <laughs> Architecture. Oh, wow. I know people who did that at Pratt in yeah, Brooklyn. I applied there.
3: Oh, cool. But I, I didn't go there. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
2: that's okay. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, I went to the new school. Ooh. Yeah. I studied writing. Ooh. Yeah. What kind of writing? N- nonfiction, personal essays. Whoa. A very useful degree. That's so specific. It is. So I you wrote... can write
3: biographies.
2: Um, I, c- I'm, I, w- I have training in it. I, can- I wouldn't say I can write biographies. <laughs> Um, I wrote m- a memoir for my thesis, which was cool. Oh. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah, but I don't think I want to be a novelist, you know? No. no.
3: Did you publish your memoir?
2: Um, I got it printed at a print shop and made into a book.
3: That's the same and thing. Yeah. Well, it's not. <laughs> okay,
2: but it's not. You can't buy it anywhere, it's not for sale. You can
3: put it in a bookstore.
2: I wouldn't want to, though. No one... It's literally about my childhood. It's like this random guy's childhood. Who would buy that? People. I guess people would be interested. Yeah. Be bored people. Maybe I'll publish my book. Maybe that's what I'm going to get out of this whole... Yeah. This whole thing. Yeah. Thank if you. you. Ju- if Thank you have
3: it, just publish it. I do have it, it yeah. yeah.
2: Why not, right? Just, YOLO. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> okay, I'll publish my book. Great, okay. Great. Mission accomplished. I can oh. go now. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I I chose it as a major just because I like working with my hands and like building stuff. Um, And I thought it was going to be like a much more mathy major Mm. in terms of like physically constructing stuff. But then when I got to college, I realized it was more of like a liberal art. And they take a lot of like they make they take a lot of like free thought into account. Mm. And they're like, oh, like what can we do to like facilitate social interactions? And it's like very it's like a much broader thing than I thought it would be. Um, and then I, um, yeah, I just, I did it also just because I didn't want to write like a paper for a final, like a senior project because mm-hmm. you just have to make a portfolio instead. So it was just four years of like building things and designing did, things yeah. on did the you computer. you
2: design like big buildings?
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Like skyscrapers?
3: Yeah, they would get, well, not skyscrapers. They mm-hmm. would give us assignments and it would be like, oh, you have to design a school for children and oh. it has to be able to do you know x y and z mm-hmm. and has to have a certain number of rooms certain number of square footage and it has to like have certain things like you have to have so many bathrooms so many classrooms mm-hmm. and then you just build with whatever it is and you have to present it to other people and other architects and explain your thought process behind it
2: that's cool can you like walk into a room and know immediately how many square feet the room is
3: no, but I am pretty good at looking at shapes and figuring out exactly how long they are roughly mm-hmm. or like knowing if like two separate things will like fit next to each other cool. or if they're roughly the same size. Like I have a pretty good spatial um like ability to do that. Like I'm good mm-hmm. with directions. I'm good with like manipulating spaces in three dimensions like in my mind. Mm. That sounds stupid. <laughs> no, no, that sounds really interesting. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You're like a computer, kind of.
3: Uh, a little bit. I didn't realize it was like a weird thing, but like apparently, like there's like a test that you can take where they show you like a figure in one shape, and they're like, and they show it to like three different images of it, like rotated in different mm. ways, and they're like, which one is the same as oh, this image? Yeah. And I'm like very good at that. Wow. Like I can just look at it. And I'm like, oh, it's that one, and I don't know why. It's it's very weird.
2: I feel like you could solve a Rubik's cube like with your eyes closed. No. 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 That's different. That's
3: I, that's like yeah. a. Like a puzzle But it's shapes.
2: I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that's why I said eyes closed because like you'd be feeling it instead of looking at it. Right.
3: But I'm like good at looking at like plans and like square footages and like seeing things in 2D as a plan and then being Mm -hmm. able to project what it is in like three dimensions. Okay. All right. Enough of that. (laughs) For what in your life do you feel most grateful? I think not having a lot of things... Like that could be problems. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like some people have like financial worry, like yeah. more or more financial worries mm-hmm. or like more physical, like medical concerns or things like that. And I don't have too many. Mm-hmm. So I'm grateful for that.
2: Yeah, I don't definitely agree with that. Um, I think gr- I'm pretty grateful for how many friends I have, like close friends, not like acquaintances. Mm. Um I was like a younger brother growing up. I was the baby of the family, Aww. so like I feel like I always grew up looking up to people who are like older than me, so I always felt like they like they're they're more important, you know they're like this is weirdly getting psychological, but like they're oh wow, they're older than me, so they're they've been here longer they're they have like a mission that they're doing, like they know or something like that, yeah, um. So I was always shy as a kid, I was thinking like, oh, other people should are like more important than me. So I think just getting out of that headspace growing up, mm-hmm. um, and knowing that there are people out there who appreciate me just being there, you know, is nice. So I would say like I could probably count my closest friends on one hand, maybe two hands, but I'd say I appreciate that I have um, you know, a small number of like very good friends and people to rely on. And uh, I don't think a lot of people have that in New York, especially if they're new to the city. If yeah, they it's moved so here, hard. Yeah. From like another country. Yeah. Oh, like for sure.
3: There's so many like barriers that can get in the way of you like meeting people, just, every, just mm-hmm. people being busy, just like yeah. having time to meet people. Is and hard. it's
2: like you want to, but right. you can't because you're working and when you're not, you're trying to sleep.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I'm
2: grateful for that.
3: That's a thing to be grateful for.
2: Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. Um, Question 11. Um, if you could change anything about the way you were raised, what would it be? That's a good question. Hmm. I've never thought of that before. <clears throat> um, I think my childhood was pretty normal. I grew up in Middletown in New Jersey. Um, just like a nuclear family. No divorce or anything. I have an older brother. My dad worked for the county. It was a very standard suburban mm-hmm. middle-class environment i am um, i would say growing up there was not any diversity in terms of people who i was close with everyone in, in my family is a uh, uh, white catholic middle to upper middle class if that's even a thing anymore not upper class but definitely not not lower class yeah. um My hometown, I've looked it up on Wikipedia, it's uh, 93% Caucasian and it's very Catholic and it's very red and I do not like that. So I think if I had been raised in a more liberal town, I don't think my family did anything wrong raising me, but I think if the environment was more just diverse to, to teach you that like... This is not the whole rest of the world growing up. Growing up, you think this is what life is. You watch these movies about childhood or whatever. And it all kind of looks like that. Mm-hmm. And it kind of blinds you as a ch- as like growing up um, to the rest of the world, to like reality. So I think, yeah, if I could change that, I would like to be in a town that was not 93% white.
3: <laughs> Maybe
2: 92%. Maybe 92%. <laughs> Let's not jump the gun. <laughs> um.
3: For me, I feel like I had like a pretty different childhood mm. than you. Like um, I was an only child uh, for the most part. Uh, my my parents got divorced when I was like wow. 6. Mm-hmm. So I kind of grew up in like a divided household by my and I spent a lot of time by myself as a kid cuz my parents were like busy working or doing what they did, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um and um and I grew up in pretty diverse neighborhoods and also my family's pretty diverse. Mm-hmm. So I had like, exposure to that. But I think if I could change anything i think i would have wanted like siblings Mm -hmm. just because i spent so much of my childhood like kind of by myself just as an only child um i mean i got i have half sisters now but they came so much later that i was so much older than them that it was hard to relate but i think growing Mm -hmm. up with siblings is something that i would have like just have like another person around yeah (laughs) definitely that's going through the same stuff that you can kind of like bounce ideas off of and hang out with and have things in common with
2: Yeah, that must have been hard to be an only child and going through a divorce of your parents. Yeah. If you remember much of
3: that. I I do. I think it was like, it Mm -hmm. was like pretty early in my ability to like remember Mm. things. So it was like one of the earlier memories that I remember growing up. Um, But yeah, I think as a kid, you don't realize how... Much of an impact it has until you get older and you Mm -hmm. look back and you're like, oh, yeah, I did spend so much of my childhood just by myself watching TV. Yeah. Just because there was nobody else really there. So that's what I would probably change.
2: (laughs) We definitely had like opposite childhoods.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Question 12. If you could wake up tomorrow having gained any one quality or ability, what would it be?
2: Mm. Um, I think I would really like to to know another language. Hmm. I don't know any. I don't speak any other languages besides English. Um, I studied Spanish in high school, and I encounter a lot of it in Brooklyn mm-hmm. and in New York. Um, I studied Japanese Ooh. in a community college in New Jersey wow. for one for two semesters, but I had to drop the second one because I was failing it. Ooh. Um, and then I went to Japan, which was really cool. So I think I would like to learn. Either Spanish or Japanese. Okay. If I had to choose one, I think it would probably be Japanese, just because I've always really wanted to learn different like alphabet, different phonetics, yeah, different like sentence structure. I think that would just be really cool.
3: Yeah, and it's a practical ability to have.
2: Yeah, I think it would make yeah. me feel even more important. Yeah. <laughs> or important. That's yeah. a good
3: one. I'm gonna I'm gonna steal that answer. Cool. I'm gonna say, um, But I, w- I would probably learn Spanish because mm-hmm. um, my, my dad's from Cuba. And so oh. Spanish is his first language and everybody in his family speaks Spanish. And I studied it in middle school and high school and college. And I still can't oh, wow. speak it for the life of me. I was just always so bad at it. So I just wished like somebody had taught me yeah. <laughs> as a child because <laughs> people were around speaking it, but nobody bothered to like sit me down and, oh, yeah. <laughs> and explain anything to me. So I, I would probably learn Spanish.
2: It's like the second most, is that the second I think most used language? No, I think it might I think be. Chinese is the most spoken.
3: Really? I thought it was French.
2: I absolutely have no I idea. There
3: was like a lot of like random countries that speak French. <sighs> yeah.
2: yeah. Spanish has to be up there though. It's up there. Yeah. There's
3: a lot of Spanish people. <laughs> yeah.
2: That's a very practical choice. Yeah. Cool. All right. A lot of Spanish people. <laughs> uh, question 13. If a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself, your life, the future, or anything else, what would you want to know?
3: I don't think I'd want to know anything Mm. because you can't change it. It's just going to tell you what it is.
2: That's that's fair.
3: But then if you know what it is, you can make choices to either go in that direction or get away from it. And I don't know if I'd want to know because I'm just going to do what I want to do anyway. Mm -hmm. So I probably wouldn't want to know anything. I'd throw the ball out.
2: Yeah, you go crazy knowing it. Yeah. Knowing you can't stop it. Um I think I'd wanna know. I think I'd wanna know Okay, this is basically anything I wouldn't wanna know. I think I'd wanna know if there was an afterlife. Mm. Um I've I've always been very interested in life beyond Earth. Or you know, not alien wise, but like life after this life. Um, again, growing up in a very Catholic neighborhood, I was raised to believe in heaven and to worship God and to believe in Jesus. And I'm not a practicing Catholic anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do still believe in God. I think overall, for some reason, I I can't shake that there might be something more powerful than human, yeah. humankind. Um, and, There's just such a mysterious, you know, there's so much mystery out there like that we, you know, obviously we do not know or we can't comprehend. Um, And yeah, I guess I would like to know, like, hey, what do we do? What really happens after we die? Yeah. Like, what is the brain? What is the mind? Yeah, that's what I want to know. Yeah. What is it? Yeah. Like, what is it? (laughs) Okay.
3: (laughs) Okay. Question 14. Is there something that you've dreamed of doing for a long time? Why haven't you done it? Hmm. I feel like that question is trying to like shame people.
2: Yeah, I feel so <laughs> unaccomplished now.
3: It's like, why haven't you done it? What's wrong <laughs> with you?
2: Sorry, I'm a disappointment card. <laughs> um.
3: <laughs> why? What are your dreams? Why are you failing at them? <laughs> yeah.
2: Why haven't you done uh, you know better at this? <laughs> um. I don't know. I've always really wanted to like feel healthy and like be in shape i've never been in shape before um i'm, I'm so lazy about working out it's just it's such this is such a default answer it's so like, hard
3: it's hard to do it's
2: hard yeah right like who has time to stay in shape and to work out and to not binge eat domino's yeah who pizza? has
3: time to not binge eat
2: <laughs> I, like that's what i want to know because i don't
3: <laughs> i don't either if there's a bag of chips i'm eating the whole thing
2: yes yeah, like come on it's, it's so good so, yeah, I would really like to um, make healthier choices and just f- not feel like a big fat yeah. sack of flour. Right. <laughs> That's, yeah. <laughs> That's
3: a good one. Um, I mean, I I dream of always being more productive than I am. Mm. I'm always like, there's like so many things I should be working on and I like try to do them. Um, but it is hard to like carve time out of the day. Between like other commitments that I already have to do the things that I want to do, but that might not necessarily have as much of a payoff Mm, or it's more up in the air if it'll pay off eventually. Mm. So I just need to like carve more time out in the day to like work on those things like writing. Like Mm. I'm never writing Mm. as much as I should be. I should be writing right now. Yeah,
2: (laughs) It's that instant gratification that you don't get from those kind of things. Yeah. You You don't feel you don't feel it in that moment. Right. Mm. It's frustrating. Yeah. Yeah, I've always been super um, lazy, but also I uh, put stuff off to the last possible minute. Mm. That's never a good thing. All right, should we move on? We should. All right. Um, Question 15. uh, What is the greatest accomplishment of your life? Oh, boy. Whoa. (laughs) Whoa, guys. (laughs) Hmm.
3: One time I kicked a soccer ball into a basketball hoop and I felt real good about that.
2: <laughs> That's really impressive. Yeah. That wasn't caught on film? No, it was oh. like
3: a middle school gym class. But like the whole everything stopped when it happened cuz nobody believed that it happened and then one of the gym <laughs> teachers was like I'll, I'll pay you my salary if you can do it again. <laughs> She's like I'll give you my paycheck if you can do it. And I'm like I, so they set it up so I could try to do it oh, again. They and I could not <sighs> But I felt so good that I can
2: do it in the first place. Wow, that was—you had so much attention in that moment. Oh, it was too much. Everyone, what was that like? I
3: I I didn't even mean to do it on purpose. It just happened.
2: Oh, geez, it just happened. Yeah, could have been anyone. Could have been anybody, really. That's that's an accomplishment. Yeah, that's like a real big moment.
3: Yeah, that's when I peaked.
2: Yeah. Oh (laughs) gosh, I haven't peaked yet. (laughs) Um accomplishment okay you know what I uh I think one of the biggest accomplishments this is awful I think one of the biggest accomplishments I have going on for me right now is that I have a giant beard on my face that strangers will constantly stop me on the street to compliment
3: it is impressive it's
2: too much I feel ridiculous with this thing on my face most of the time but like when someone I got I was getting lunch at a pret A Pret the other day or no it was a couple weeks ago and the cashier rang me up and and she pointed she like pointed at her face and then down to her her like own shirt and she but she was like pointing at me while doing it she was like I like this I like what you've got going on here (laughs) and I was so like I was just like thank you thank you so much and she gave me my lunch for free it was all comped and it was paid for by like her approval Because I have a beard, so it felt yeah. so. I was I felt very uh, proud.
3: Uh-huh. Beard paid off.
2: Uh, the beard paid off. <laughs> Who knows where it's gonna take me next? <laughs> and uh, I think it's it's been a fun companion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: I don't realize that it's like a thing that like is hard to do to like grow a beard like that. Until I like talk to other guys yeah. and they're like, oh yeah, my beard can't, yeah. doesn't grow that much. I get that a lot. Like I just assume like every guy can grow full, <laughs> full on uh, Gandalf beard. Yeah, right. <laughs> and they can't apparently. Apparently so, not. So kudos to you.
2: Thank you. Thanks mom and dad. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
3: Okay. Oh, this is a good question for you. What do you value most in a friendship?
2: Oh, good question for me. Um... I think a friendship is something that you can't just have off the bat with someone. You have to, it has to grow Mm -hmm. like a plant. I think something important is having a lot of inside jokes with another person and, uh, sharing that little secret together. I think that's a really nice little small bond that Mm -hmm. you can't share with just an acquaintance. You have to really, you have to create it yourself. Like, uh, like a friend, yeah, like a friendship is like a collaboration. So an inside joke is something that you guys made, you, you made together. So I think that just little things like that is very important. Ooh. Yeah.
3: So you like secrets with your friends? Yes. Secret inside jokes? Yeah,
2: we talk about everybody.
3: <laughs> talk shit about everybody. Yeah, well, n- no, never. <laughs> just just talk about everybody.
2: We just talk about them. Like, what do you think they ate for lunch today? I don't know. That's, yeah, that's what we do. That's the start of an inside joke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um for me, I think just being able to talk to people or like being mm. able to be open cuz I kind of will like say anything to anybody and like just being able to like do that with people is like a thing that I like that I value most. Yeah, it's
2: hard to do that with just anybody.
3: Right. Cuz like they have they also have to be game for it too mm. cuz there's some people who are like, "Okay, <laughs> bye." Oh, <laughs> you yeah. start trying to tell them about your day or like just talk. Be like, hey, things are whatever for me.
2: And they just like walk away. Yeah, they just walk
3: away. I guess those aren't friends then. No, <laughs> yeah,
2: that's like, that's a stranger. Are you garbage friends? <laughs> no. no. my friends are great. <laughs> but hey, sometimes maybe they're going through something. That's
3: true too. Right? But maybe they should they be able to talk, to talk about, about, about it. it. Yeah.
2: That's the thing. That is that is the thing. It's a
3: give and take. Yeah.
2: it's Yeah, it's a give and a take. That's good. Yeah. That you've got friends who can do that. Right. Uh, uh question 17. What is your most treasured memory? Mm. I okay, I have a a memory I definitely treasure it. It's super personal, so oh boy. Buckle up. All right. All right. <laughs> when I was this was in 2011, so I was 21. Or I was 20. I was right before I was 21. I uh, had to do an errand for my dad cuz he had a cold. He was sick, but he needed me to go to my grandma's, his mother's house, to drop a check off for her live-in nurse, because like I said earlier, um, she had Alzheimer's, which runs in my family. Mm. So he couldn't go because he didn't want to infect her. And I had never been to her house before, like by myself. It was weird to like go to grandma's. Like I always went to her house on holidays or birthdays, you know, or to visit, you know, but not like just me. So I went, I dropped the check off. She was very uh, delirious, she said, but she it, she was very nice to me, and she said that I looked good, and I thought that was nice, and I, I remember saying to her, like, you look good too, grandma, or her name, well, I called her nanny, you look good too, nanny, and it was really nice, and we hugged, and uh, the nurse was very nice, she uh, lived there, and I was only there for 10 minutes, and then this was a Friday, and so... It must have been, I think it was Monday, or maybe it was Sunday. She actually passed away in her sleep. She was 88, I think, and uh, I was the last person in my immediate family to see her. My dad didn't get to see her or say goodbye to her, and I felt really weird about that because I was the one who got to say bye to her. I'll never forget my last interaction with her because it was very different for me, so I definitely treasure that yeah and um yeah it was it was just nice oh. it's a nice little memory
3: yeah that's that's great, yeah that you got that experience it's a nice memory, um, mine is nowhere near that <laughs> important of like a of a memory, but yeah. just like it wasn't even that long ago, but just once with my mom, she was like making coffee on the keurig so she put the little pot the little pod in the uh, the machine yeah she closed it and she ran it but she forgot to put the mug underneath
0: oh, no. and she didn't realize
3: it and she turned to like do something else and i like noticed it the same moment that she was turning around and she noticed oh, yeah. it and she just screamed she was like ah and she grabbed she was like looking for things to put underneath it to oh, start no. catching the coffee yeah and it was just so funny and i couldn't stop laughing <laughs>
2: Did it get everywhere? Kinda. It was like
3: all over the floor. But oh, she like no. then she like grabbed like um like a bowl that like a barely ball. fit into like the little like nook that they have for the mug, but she just had to catch whatever. And I just couldn't stop laughing. It was I found it so funny.
2: There were no mugs, there were no other no. mugs. She
3: like just straight up forgot, but she like so confidently put the little pot in and like closed the machine and got it ready and she's like, I'm starting my day and <laughs> just like turned around and like forgot the most important part.
2: Oh, that's how you know she really needed that coffee. Right, she did not <laughs> Oh, I would cry if I ruined my coffee.
3: I think about that weekly. <laughs> <laughs> weekly? Weekly. When did it happen? Oh, uh, maybe like two or three years ago.
2: Oh, wow. So that was important. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I just thought it was so funny.
2: <laughs> oh, that's tragic. Oh, man. Um. Okay. Question 19. If oh you, wait wait! Oh turn. oh my gosh! Am oh, I skipping? I, my
3: last one was sixteen. Wow! I you know what? We did two of yours in a row. Guys, I oh my I'm a jerk. We're messing up. Alright.
2: Like, this all
3: was
0: right. seventeen, and then yours would be eighteen. So you,
3: it's Oh fine. here we go. So
2: I only skipped once, but still. Oh
3: my question is the mm. other side of the coin for that one. Uh-oh. Uh oh. What is your most terrible memory? Oh no! Oh boy! So real roller coaster oh. of
2: experiences they want us to have. Can I say every <laughs> moment of my life? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awful. <laughs> uh gee i'm gonna have to think about that for a second i don't want it to be about death again
3: most terrible memory geez i suppressed Mm. them i don't know Mm. bottled them up it was awful
2: (laughs) okay this one's not about death unless you have something that you um i had one that
3: was about death
2: yours yours could be i just don't want mine to be too yeah
3: i don't know um just, uh it was a pretty disappointing thing but my grandmother was sick and was on hospice care mm-hmm. um and so my mom and I like had to schedule like a, a like quick flight like the next day to go see her because oh, she right. was like close to to passing and we got on the plane we got to Florida which was mm-hmm. where she was. And We were so tired from the flight that we went to the hotel to like take a quick nap before we stopped to the hospital to see her And when we woke up my mother had a message on her phone from her brother saying that her my grandmother her mother had passed Oh no! so like it, That was like a pretty just like the timing was so bad and yeah. unfortunate um, That's that's pretty down. No. It's a downer memory. I'm sorry. That's okay It's <clears throat> pretty terrible
2: it's yeah, yours worse. <laughs> that's, well, that's bad. I mean, you guys tried. We, we did.
3: We tried, yeah. and it just, like, just, like, it was, it was, it was, oh. Like, there's so many, like, should have, would have, yeah. could have, you know? But it's, a, it's okay. Guys, it's fine. It's
2: fine. Guys, time heals all wounds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, For me, a really bad memory I have is from my freshman year of high school, uh, when I was, like, 14. I developed um ibs Ooh. at that age so i uh had some digestive issues going right. on and basically i was on this weird schedule with my um digestive system where every morning at around 10 a.m i had i had uncontrollable diarrhea every single morning this was a product of ibs so i had to always excuse myself to the bathroom. This isn't one memory. This is the entire year oh of my freshman year.
3: Oh, God. A whole year I, is a, a terrible whole, memory.
2: I don't know what damage I've done to my body, but I would have diarrhea every morning in oh my God. freshman year, and I had to get a special pass for the nurse's toilet. And this nurse hated me. She <laughs> hated that I was always in her bathroom. She was mean to me. She wasn't like sympathetic. She knew that I had a doctor's note. She was just like I was like such an inconvenience to her to her morning. Oh god. So I would go. So I would go to her bathroom, and then I would be done, (laughs) and it would be like, I would be like, why is this happening to me every day? But that doesn't happen anymore. I think I was just super nervous as a high school student. That's yeah.
3: Yeah, that, that's, that is terrible. Uh, yeah, sorry. To... That nurse was shitty.
2: Yeah, she was. I don't even remember her name. Isn't
3: it her job to be taking care of children?
2: I think she thought I was like faking or lying or I just wanted to get out of class. But she
3: had a note. You wanted to note. get out of class to just go into the nurse's bathroom. And sit in the bathroom. And just hang out. <laughs> yeah,
2: I don't know. Maybe she maybe she didn't like kids.
3: What is she doing at, a ki- at right? school? Mm-mm.
2: Oh boy, she's yeah. It's her fault. That's that's. Uh, <laughs> it's her fault that memory's so bad. <laughs> yeah,
3: she's changed careers. She, mm,
2: I, well, no, I I wish her the best now. <laughs> I don't really care anymore. Uh, okay, I think it's my turn. Yes. Now again. What number? Question nineteen. All right. If you knew that in one year you would die suddenly, Jesus. Oh. <laughs> ooh. Would you change anything about the way you're living now? Why?
3: Yeah. For sure. I'd have
2: to. (laughs) Knowing that the moment's coming.
3: Yeah, I would quit my job. Yeah. I wouldn't keep going to work. Mm -hmm. I would do more things.
2: Anything in particular you'd want to do more of?
3: Like see things. Yeah, me too. I don't know. Just like go to like places, like touristy places. Travel? Yeah.
2: Yeah, Yeah, I would do that too because I don't travel ever.
3: Yeah, I don't Mm. either. I haven't been anywhere in like four years.
2: Yeah, that's a long time. That's too long. I
3: mean, I've been to, like, New Jersey.
2: (laughs) I mean, me too. Yeah, if you're going to count that, I've traveled too.
3: But maybe a little further than that. Maybe, like...
2: Like Pennsylvania? Yeah. Yeah. Philadelphia. (laughs) I'd go to Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania's really cool. Yeah. They don't have a beach, but they have um, a ketchup factory in Pittsburgh.
3: They have the Crayola factory, Oh, too, in Allentown.
2: Yeah. And they have um, Hershey Park. Right. Maybe also in Allentown? No, I no. that's, I oh, think, in, in Hershey. Hershey. It's wow. in Hershey. They, I just thought of that.
3: Hershey owns that whole town. That whole town, right? I don't think they? So.
2: They drink, like, chocolate water in their That's all they're allowed. Ooh, that's scary. Yeah. I guess they like it, though. Yeah. Yeah, I would quit my job, go to Hershey Park, <laughs> go to Dorney Park, go to the Crayola factory. Yeah. And then I would just sit back and... Embrace death. Whoa. <laughs> right? Okay.
3: You can get those three things done in like two days.
2: Oh gosh.
3: So you just spend the rest of the three hundred and sixty two two, three? Levels
2: well, two or three.
3: Four if it's a leap year?
2: Four if it's a leap year. Yeah. It's not a leap year this year. Oh. Um, Twenty is it? I don't know how those work. One, I don't know. Yeah. And then I'd play Zelda and then I'd die. <laughs> <laughs> Great. You,
3: you just, like, die as you're playing it.
2: Oh, like, right before I beat the game? Oh, oh. no, no, no. Right after, right after. Right after. I yeah. beat the game, the credits would roll. Oh, that's yeah. the that's the way I want to go. <laughs> yeah. Perfect death. <laughs> Perfect death. Next question. Uh, yep.
3: Beyond what you value in friendship, what does friendship mean to you? Hmm. Isn't that the... Oh, Yeah.
2: What does friendship mean to me? I guess I, I said it was like inside joke stuff yeah. earlier. Um, yeah, I think friendship to me is... Well, it's besides the... What was the question? What was uh, the in-
3: Beyond what you value what you in friendship. Value in what does friendship mean to you?
2: Because I value those jokes, so I don't know if I should say that.
3: Yeah, but what does it mean to you?
2: Um... I think friendship to me means uh, that you're not alone, hmm. that you are doing something right. If hmm. this person likes you as another person, uh, and that you should be proud of who you are, yeah. because otherwise they wouldn't uh, be your friend. That's good. So it's like a thing about the self. Yeah. Yeah.
3: That's a good. That's a good answer. <laughs> Thank you. Um. For me, uh, what does it mean? I I think just being able to like communicate and be open Mm. with other people. I think just being able to have that kind of connection with people, and like be on the same wavelength sometimes Mm -hmm. about certain things. I think yeah, Mm -hmm. I like that. Just like that kind of connection.
2: I like when you feel like they're reading your mind. Oh, that's the best. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, I was just thinking
3: that. I say that's two cool. words into a sentence and they finish it yeah. for me, and I was like, "How did you do that? Uh, you know me.
2: <laughs> Who are you? Get out of my head. Get out of my house. Where Get out of my house. <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> uh, okay, I guess we'll move on. Yeah. Question twenty-one: What roles do love and affection play in your life?
3: Aww.
2: Oh, that's a nice question.
3: Love and affection. I'm not super big on affection. Mm. I don't like I don't I don't know how to give it. I'm very oh. bad at oh, no. showing it. <laughs> I'm, I don't know. Um, I think it was just because I spent so much of my childhood alone. Oh, jeez, Yeah. And I like just didn't grow up with it. Like my mother's not like a huggy person. Mm. So mm-hmm. I, I didn't get too many hugs. No. So like for me now, it just is like not a thing that like I default to. Like I see mm. other people going for hugs, and I'm like, oh yes, this is a thing people do, yeah <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I just like I don't like like affection's not like a big part of of my of my what I do
2: yeah i I agree with that for yeah. me too I don't have much affection going on right now, like I I'm trying to think i i'm I think right now I'm mostly, I just love the, the friendships that I have. Mm. I don't do like huggy, you know, things with people. I do like that though. Like if I'm close with someone, I'll like I, most of my guy friends who I'm very close with, I'll hug them. Mm. I don't, I never learned how to do the bro handshake that yeah. everybody does that apparently everyone Where else you, like, knows you lock how hands, to, yeah. and then you like pull them in yeah, and then you pull for, them like, in Right, and I'm like, are we hugging now? Is this the hug? Yeah, or they'll pull it away, or they'll, and then they'll do like a fist bump, and then right. like a finger explosion. And you break thing. into an elaborate yeah, high, like secret. a patty
3: cake secret handshake. So
2: like, what is? Did people learn this like the day I missed school? Yeah, or when it was, I was, it in the was one office.
3: elective class that you forgot oh, to geez. to take.
2: So yeah, I don't. So I don't. But yeah, so I'll um. Tr- I'll attempt to do that, mm. but if I'm with my closest friends, I will hug them, and uh, that's the most affection that is in my life right now. Mm. My, uh, yeah, my roommate, ha- my two roommates have two cats, and uh, I can't be affectionate with a cat that's not my own. You know, it's hard.
3: Also, cats are a little icy.
2: These cats are so icy. <laughs> this, oh boy, they fight a lot. They hiss. I'm just like, guys, chill. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. But what about love? Wasn't that another? Love, that yeah. It was just like a,
2: love and affection. Love it's and affection. <clears throat>
3: I think love for me is just like being able to communicate with people. I think that's like mm-hmm. a big part of it. Just like similar to the friendship, just like being yeah. on the same wavelength with somebody else and being able to be open with mm-hmm. other people. Like to me, that's like a part of love. Yeah,
2: I I think. You can't be in love if you're. if you don't have those memories together. Right. Like, I feel like love forms. I don't know, because then there's also, like, love at first sight, you know? Is that believe- a thing? I don't buy that. Yeah, I don't know if I, I buy that. I think it's
3: attraction. I think that's just like, oh, like to yeah. me that's just like physical attraction. Yeah. Like, you can be attracted to somebody when you see them, but then you talk to them for a minute and you're like, Oh, Ooh. you're an you're an idiot. Yeah. Ew. You're
2: a bad person. I hate when that happens. You're a bad person.
3: You just kick that dog? No.
2: No. Oh, you're so hot though. <laughs> oh
3: that's how you've gotten away with it for so long. Oh okay. no one's ever stopped you before.
2: <laughs> oh no. Oh, that's hard. Yeah, I um I agree. I think love you have to build it with them. Right. But you build it differently than friendship. Right. It's like a, a weird line.
3: It's a more intimate friendship. Yeah.
2: There's a lot of intimacies I would not want to do with my friends. <laughs> like ice skating. No. Yeah. <laughs> okay, should we move on?
3: Yeah. Okay. Question 22. Alternate sharing... Okay, there we go. Alternate sharing something you consider a positive characteristic of your partner. Share a total of three items, question mark? Can I? Yeah.
2: Okay, so three things that, I, that are positive characteristics.
3: So you have to, like, compliment each other.
2: Oh, man.
3: <laughs> oh, boy. Oh,
2: boy, this is going to be hard. It's not
3: what I signed up for.
2: <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys, um, what is this? This
3: is a, a, a B minus question.
2: Yeah, not, not good. Not great, guys. I didn't write the question.
1: <laughs> we did not write the questions.
2: All right. I'm going to have to talk to someone then.
3: Uh, I'm going to say one of them is your beard. Oh, thank you. For so sure. Much. <laughs> <laughs> but you knew that uh mm, no <laughs> you know everybody loves your beard Not,
2: mm, i've had some people tell me to shave it he's what? only on the podcast because of his beard actually so. <laughs> this is true
1: i really wish there was a video component to this, <laughs> point, <laughs> so people just, could see the
2: beard uh, just imagine a big beard yeah um okay how about we do one and then i'll do one sure and we'll alternate i sure. think we actually said to do that yeah um I think you've got very pretty eyes. No. Yeah, they're very they're brown no. if for the viewer for the listeners they're at brown.
3: home. Brown. That's that's by default. I know. Just basic. Can
2: you open them a little bit? Uh. Oh wow! <laughs> okay, they kind of look like really good coffee with like. Like a caramel flavored latte. I don't know. I'm thirsty. I would love some coffee. (laughs) I just want coffee. I just want coffee. No, but your eyes are very pretty. They're not like foggy. Your pupils are a really good size right now. Yeah. Yeah. You look overall very healthy. Very healthy eyes.
3: Your medical job is like slipping through. Oh,
2: it's that job of mine. Oh my gosh.
3: I was going to say your eyes too. But your eyes are like a light blue, like a grayish blue, Mm. which is very nice. And I consider like anything not brown to be like exotic in a way. <laughs>
2: <laughs> exotic. Yeah. Hmm.
3: Cuz it's like not not the typical. Right? Cuz a lot of people have brown eyes. That's like sort of average. But like anything, That's fair. yeah. But like a, like a nice like gray, blue. Yeah. Yeah, you oh. don't see that all the time. Yeah. It's very nice. Thank you.
2: Yeah. Thank you so much. I feel kind of Aryan, but I'm not blonde.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you can be. You can Ooh. you can bleach your hair.
2: No, I'm not going to do that. I don't want that. <laughs> i'd have to bleach my beard
3: Uh -uh. no you leave that brown oh that would be that would look weird (laughs) right (laughs) it's a look
2: all right let's think of more uh compliments for each other Mm. not maybe not physical i'm not that shallow
3: oh boy Mm. oh i did two physical ones oh god Uh oh. what am i wait i I
2: thought oh (laughs) okay no okay i'll do one then your hair is a really cool color too oh thank you it's (laughs) kind of like uh a grayish like it looks like it used to have a color in it maybe like blue it's, yeah
3: i mean i've like bleached it mm-hmm. and then they put like toner in it so it's supposed to be uh, like silvery yeah. blondy. i don't know i don't know what color to describe it as because it's not quite one thing i don't yeah, think
2: yeah it's kind of it's kind of like a collection of multiple colors yeah uh maybe like a really like trying to think of a food can't think of one that yeah. it would remind me of
3: Mm, creamed corn maybe
2: uh creamed corn <laughs> creamed corn is a, is a delicious traditional <laughs> side dish <laughs> uh yeah let's go with creamed corn yeah. uh, i like it but i like creamed corn okay yeah all right but i like your hair more than creamed corn
3: oh thank you <laughs> doesn't taste as good though that's um. fair <laughs> i'm gonna trust,
2: i'm just gonna trust you on that one the
3: name of it
1: <laughs> cream corn <laughs> i also really like your hair color oh thank I you think i met you when you had darker hair yeah i'm
3: like naturally brunette and this yeah. is like a
1: recent
0: change. but she also loves cream corn but do you love it more than
3: my hair uh, i would hope so you can't you no. can't eat my hair <laughs> <laughs> you can eat cream corn though you get more out of it
1: i haven't had it in a really long time oh
3: it's beside the
1: point. <laughs> I know.
2: I feel like I've had so much cream corn in my life these past five se- five minutes, five seconds.
3: You're thinking of all the times you've had cream corn. I
2: honestly am because I don't have it that much. Um, okay. One more characteristic. Third. Third.
3: Um, you, seem, you seem to have like an even temperament.
2: Oh. Yeah. Like a cool. very nice demeanor about you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. You seem very chill. You seem like the definition of like a very chill person. Yeah. You seem like you get along with pretty much anyone.
3: I mean, I try.
2: Like I'm assuming you've got no drama or beef
3: with anybody. Oh, I might, maybe.
2: Oh, who oh, knows? Really? Maybe they do, but you don't know. That's true too. Because like you wouldn't partake in that.
3: I don't think I. I don't think I start shit.
2: Yeah. But uh, I oh, finish yeah. it. Wow. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe I don't know you that well. Ooh. Okay. So you're chill, but you've got an edge. Uh. Yeah. Yeah.
3: That's 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 what I would put down. That's pretty cool.
2: Yeah. (laughs) All right. Sweet. (laughs) Um, Whose turn is it?
3: Your turn, I think.
2: My turn. Numbers
3: work the way I think they do.
2: Okay, I think it's okay. Uh, Question twenty-three: How close and warm is your family? Do you feel your childhood was happier than most other people? No. (laughs) Boy. um no yeah not on no. my
3: end no uh well, my parents got divorced yeah. so that's already a pretty big divide and they they didn't divorce on good terms like they still oh. can't really talk to each other really? well like my mother will like start shit with my dad oh, No, even like at my graduation she was like already like trying to start shit with him
2: why i don't know like, we, day?
3: yeah we went out for lunch and she was just like trying to like caused drama the whole time and i almost started crying
2: oh man i'm sorry (laughs) that's awful i was like
3: why did i bring you here mom um but yeah they're they don't get along and then like i grew up with my mother primarily Mm -hmm. like i just spent more time with her and she's not a big affectionate person so um so i'm i feel like i'm a little icy because Mm -hmm. of that and just like her side of the family is a little icy towards each other so so no not a whole lot of affection it was a pretty uh, a pretty uh cold childhood (laughs) oh boy
2: oh mine wasn't cold um i i feel that though my family was not like one of those tv families like Mm. the flanders on the simpsons you know like we we don't (laughs) love we love each other but we don't show it that much right it's weird um my dad's side of the family is irish Mm. and so they're They party more, you know, like I like the stereotype of a drunk Irish person. They definitely all drink, though. Like, that's a big thing in in my dad's side of the family. My mom's side of the family is it's Italian and German, but I think the German side comes out more because it's definitely not as party uh, enthusiastic. I think my mom's side is older people, too. So like my mom has two sisters. Who are like in their sixties and seventies now? I think my dad is the oldest. Oh, and my mom is the youngest. So I think her family's older than her. And oh, okay. My dad is the oldest, so they're younger than him. He has a sister and a brother who are like in their fifties. Okay. Um, and they have like young, they have like children my age who are like my age. Mm-hmm. But um, my mom's side does not have children my age. If this is getting confusing, it's because I keep jumping back and no, forth. No, no, it makes between-
3: sense. I feel like my parents had the same kind of. Uh, birth order dynamic yeah where my mother was the youngest in her family but my father was uh, the oldest yeah. in his
2: and they yeah and they like i don't know it's we've never just we've never like done fun things like that <laughs> you know but we've uh yeah so it's it's like a warm family but not like not like oh everything's perfect what a happy family mm-hmm. this is but, um, how
3: are like holiday parties when they get together? They're just very
2: both sides, they're very like tame. And, mm. like, my mom's side, it's very my grandma's 90, 90 now, and that's how old she is. And, uh, so they're very low key. Like, I got a magazine from my grandma for <laughs> not my grandma, my aunt for Christmas.
3: Just one magazine or a subscription? No,
2: like, it was the National Enquirer that she got at the checkout line. <laughs> and she wrapped it in a ribbon and gave it to me. And I think so, like, they're kind of like, they don't like hold things as precious, yeah. you know. But then on my dad's side for Christmas, my aunt gave me a a gift bag, and it had like a six pack of cool bottled beer, and little shot glasses that are shaped like toilets, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and fun. Uh, and like candy. So like it def like those are the two gifts I got from both sides of the family. Ooh, it's a little it's a little weird. <laughs> so you can
3: take shots and then read the National Enquirer.
2: Yeah, and then uh. And they're toilet shaped too. so...
3: Yeah. That's a fun. It's,
2: yeah. Potty humor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. I also got this weird spray that you spray in your toilet oh, bowl. Oh, the, the poopery? Yes. The poopery. You're, yeah. you're familiar. Yeah. Yeah.
3: My mother tried to sell me on it, and I'm like, it's too much work. This is.
2: Oh, you got to get it. It's changed my life. Really? Yeah. After this, we'll talk. Okay. I'll let you borrow it. <laughs> um, I okay. think it's your turn. I think so.
3: Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about your relationship with your mother? Oh,
2: oh boy. Oh boy. This is super psychological. Yeah.
3: Jeez, I feel like I touched upon yeah. mine a little bit just in the last question. But um, yeah, my mother and I um have a weird relationship, I feel like. Just because I grew up, like growing up it was just me and her. Mm-hmm. So we have like a very weird dynamic that I think on her end, she's a little bit codependent on me. Oh, because I, I lived at home until just this last summer, and she hated the idea of me moving out. But on the other on the other side of that, like we don't necessarily get along mm-hmm. as people. Like we're just two different kinds of people. Um, like I don't feel like I'm the kind of child she would have wanted because I'm more like my father, and she doesn't um, get along with my father. And no I think no. I remind her of him a lot. Um, so she like. Um, So we don't necessarily get along in terms of just like even communicating, but I still feel like she wants me around all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, It could also just be a mother thing. I think mothers just want their kids around all the time. Um, But yeah, but she's also like a bit of an icy person. She's not the most affectionate person, but she like, I mean, she took care of me Mm -hmm. and she wants me to do well. But growing up, I think just it being me and her, Um, put me in, it had a weird dynamic between Mm -hmm. the two of us just because it was, I was the only other person basically in the household. So she didn't really treat me like a child
2: Yeah, growing up. Oh, I see.
3: Um, she kind of saw me as an adult until I tried to like act like an adult back and Mm -hmm. then she would be like, but you're the child. So I don't have to like listen to what you're saying. Oh, so it was a very, it's a very weird dynamic between me and my mother. Um, yeah.
2: Cool. That's, that's very different than my uh my my relationship with my mother we uh i'm the baby of the family so i'm definitely like growing up i was definitely dependent on her i saw her as like the ultimate parent because my dad worked all the time uh you know typical nine to five job and uh i was definitely a mama's boy like growing up uh and i would do a lot of stuff with her plus like when With, like, the IBS and stuff, I would be home a lot, sick from school, and I would just hang out with her. And uh, and I think we kind of shared a similar bond because maybe this is me assuming it, but, like, since I was the baby of the family, maybe she liked me being around. Um, I know that now she is always asking me, like, when am I moving back home? And she would joke, like, maybe I'll get an apartment in Brooklyn. Like, she'll get an apartment in Brooklyn. Yeah. And, uh, but she's joking. And, like, I know that she's joking. So we have, like, this silly little, it's definitely a bond that we have that I don't think she has with my older brother. Because my older brother has two children of his own now. So he has, like, kind of his own family that he's raising. Um, And my mom is close with the grandkids, too. But um, I think she and I definitely have, like, a bond that I have with no one else. Like, I don't have that with my father. My father and I have grown definitely into like becoming buddies. Like we tweet at each other and we email each other. (laughs) Your dad's on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, he is. But uh, my mom is not, so I'll call her every week and and we'll talk for like twenty minutes. It's nice. Yeah. And she's only like an hour away. So Yeah. Yeah. It's a good It's
3: a nice healthy relationship. Yeah.
2: (laughs) It is. (laughs) Um yeah. That's about it. I guess we can move on. Uh question twenty five. Uh, make three true we statements each. For example, we are both in this room feeling dot dot dot.
3: Hmm. I thought the question was just going to be like, "We are both in this room." End of sentence.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we are both humans. Okay. Um. We, we well, we're both from New Jersey. Yeah. We've established that multiple times. Yes. So that's one. <laughs>
3: um. We are both. I feel like it, we we are both doing comedy stuff. Yes. Yeah.
2: Yes, we are. We are. <laughs> we're doing it right now. Do,
3: yeah. Are <laughs> that's subjective. Yeah. yeah that's. <laughs>
2: people yeah. listening might not. No. Agree. <laughs> they might be like, "What is this? <laughs> like, who are these people? This is not funny at all." Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, I agree with that. We are both doing comedy. Um, we both appear to like coffee. Oh, no, no that's a tea teabag. Tea. I don't oh, drink coffee. Oh, Oh, wow. Okay, scratch that. Yeah. No, never it's mind. Angry.
3: Oh, boy. I've let everybody down oh, the room. Oh, this Anna is a disaster. Like,
2: oh. She's like pointing to the door. She's like, we got to get these people out of here. Um. We both. Let's see here. Let's like, hold on a second. We don't have to rush this. We are both sitting
3: And no, that can't be it.
2: (laughs) It's true, though. We are. It
3: is a fact. Yeah.
2: We both live in Brooklyn.
3: Yeah, except I don't know where I don't know, I don't know where. Oh, you don't know is. where I am.
2: You don't. I know where you are though. Yeah, I used to live a block away or yeah. a, a stop away on the L. Okay. At Graham.
3: Yeah, I think we had this conversation before we started recording. Yikes.
2: But, okay. Yeah,
3: but you were explaining where Bedstuy is because I'm not positive where it is. Oh,
2: okay. <laughs> That's right. We have <laughs> talked about this.
3: And then you said it was off the G, which I understand. Mm-hmm. But other than that, not sure. Well.
2: You'll find it someday. I don't have to explain you it. You don't have to. Our, our listeners know yeah. probably, or they can Google it. They can it. Google
3: it, like yeah. I can do too.
2: Yeah, like everybody Google it right now, Where or Bedsty is, or Bing, but don't don't use Yahoo. No, because you know,
3: is it called Yahoo anymore? Weren't they bought out by another company? Oh, were they? they? Their name? Oh, I don't know. I feel like I real. I feel like I read that somewhere. That could be. I'm going to Google now. that. Yeah, Google. Let's Google what Yahoo's called. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what is
2: Yahoo called? <laughs> um, we both. I think we're both a little witty and sarcastic and funny. I'll take it. Maybe. Yeah. Good. I'll take that. (laughs) Yeah. Cool.
3: All right. Next question. Complete this sentence. I wish I had someone with whom I could share blank.
2: Oh man, this could go in so many directions. I'm
3: always like, I wish I had someone I could share brunch with. I was just Jeez. thinking of that.
2: I was going to say a burrito. Like a big family style meal. <laughs> yeah. I want to go to those
3: like Korean places where or like you a cook. barbecue. Yeah, where you like cook the food, but it's always like for six people.
2: Oh, imagine going there like by yourself.
3: I want to, but like, but they don't, <laughs> that's not a thing you can do. I don't, I don't think, think. Or mm. you, you can, but you'd have to pay like $40. So bucks. much money. It's too much. <laughs> I just don't want somebody f- to eat food with.
2: Oh, and I never go to brunch either, so that would be yeah cool for me, too. I feel like that. I
3: talk about it a lot with people, mm. and I'm always like, let's do brunch, and then we just don't yeah. follow through. Oh, I gotta be better about that.
2: I, I just sleep through brunch. I wake up if it's the weekend. If yeah. it's a weekday, I'm at work, but...
3: Brunch lasts till four, though, I think. Oh, does They're it? They're real oh, loose wow. about brunch mm. on the weekends. And
2: they have those mimosas yeah. and those Bloody Marys. Right. I would do that. Um... I'll take this in a different direction. I wish I could share with someone. (laughs) Yeah, whatever. I wish I could share with someone like a luxury apartment for like an affordable rent. Yeah. Which I'm sure no one else has ever thought that before. But like sharing like a two bedroom in like the East Village or like the Lower East Side with like a dishwasher and a laundry unit.
3: Oh, man. The dream.
2: Like that's, that is my dream, but it's also affordable. Right. (laughs) Yeah. That's important. Yeah. That's what I want right now.
3: Yeah. That's a, that's a great thing to share.
2: Thank you. All right. Let's move on. Uh, Okay. Question 27. If you were to become a close friend with your partner, please share what would be important for him or her to know. Mm. Yikes. I've got to tell you something. I've killed a man. (laughs) Oh, gosh. (laughs) Did you really? No. (laughs) Um,
3: What would they have to know?
2: Like right off the bat, I guess? Yeah. Hmm.
3: This is my blood type in case something happens. Mm. Oh, gosh. (laughs) No. no. These are my allergies. Yeah. (laughs) Um, do not resuscitate. So if you no, no.
2: <laughs> oh gosh, that's very dark. That's
3: a thing. That's a good thing to know, though.
2: Are you Are you really? Do not resuscitate.
3: It no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, would be a fact to know, though. Are you
2: an organ donor? I think I'm think an so. organ donor. It would be on your license.
3: I, I think I am. Yeah. I think I checked it off. I don't remember. Yeah, like who wouldn't? I don't need them.
2: You wouldn't need them anymore. No, oh. uh-uh. Why let them go to waste?
3: Uh, what would they need to know?
2: I guess for me, the fur like this could be an issue. Um, is that I'm a vegetarian. I don't mm. eat meat. Mm. I can't go to those Korean barbecues. Oh, I lied. Do you do the vegetables? Yeah, but... It's not the same. Who though. steams vegetables? Well, I mean, people do that, actually. But, um, I'm ve- but I am very open to going to places. I would definitely go to a Korean barbecue yeah. and get, like, tofu. Yeah. I've actually done it before, so...
3: Did you choose to be a vegetarian, or did mm-hmm. you grow up with it? Okay.
2: No, I chose it in uh, 2013. Mm. So I was 23. And... I had just actually watched a documentary uh, called Food, Inc., Mm. and it was uh, all about, like, the production of of meat. Right. And I thought it was really gross. Mm. Um, And then I watched, like, a week later. It was really a weird coincidence. I saw on the Internet a a, a photo gallery of a slaughterhouse in Korea.
3: Yeah, that'll do it.
2: But it wasn't. Uh, I shouldn't say this, but I will. It wasn't a slaughterhouse for like beef. It was f- specifically for dog. Meat. Oh my god! And it, oh my god. It, it, Somebody like,
3: covered Binx's ears. And it, I know Binx. <laughs> oh
2: gosh, she's looking right at us. Um, and that kind of ruined meat for me. And I've yeah. and I've never never looked back. So guys, do not look this up on the internet, or you'll stop eating meat.
3: Binx is at full attention right now. <laughs> so cute. She's like, I heard dogs.
2: Very um, cute dog. <laughs> yeah.
3: Um. I think. Uh, what was the question's wording again?
2: Um, it was, um, if you were to become a close friend with your partner, please please share what um, okay. important for them to know.
3: Okay, I think an important thing for like a partner would to need to know about me would be um, that I can be. Uh, I'm shy and I'm also a mm-hmm. little bit codependent. I can be codependent, mm-hmm. so if I'm in like a new social event or yeah. like a social surrounding and i don't know a lot of people i'm probably going to hover around i did whoever too. i go with i totally do the same yeah. thing so i, I think that would it. be a thing to like give them a heads up about just be like hey if i'm like following you around like a little baby bird like just let me do it
2: <laughs> oh gosh i would do the same thing Yeah. And so we'd just be following each other right in a circle <laughs>
3: yeah just be the two of us in a corner <laughs> yeah
2: and everyone would be like what what are they what are they doing <laughs> yeah cool perfect okay right. well uh, I think you're up. Okay. Oh my gosh. Next question. Dropping my cards. Question
3: 28. Tell your partner what you like about them. Be very honest this time. Oh wow. Saying <laughs> things you might not say to someone you just met. Oh boy. Oh man. Be very honest this time. They're they're assuming we might have lied before.
2: <laughs> I did say that I lied about Korean food, but then I took that away, yeah. so I don't know. Hmm
3: you like about
2: them what do i like about you god this is hard (laughs) i'm just kidding no i'm totally kidding uh
3: i do like your demeanor you have a very quiet yeah it's very like tame which is nice calm calm might be the right term
2: i've been called timid a lot that's good maybe timid yeah is that good
3: yeah i like it cool some people want crazy people all the time i don't know Can't too handle, much. Can't handle crazy too people. Too much energy.
2: Uh, give me a good book and a couch any day. Right. <laughs> Not a club. Yes. What do I like about you? Um You can say nothing. Be very honest. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh no. Um I do think you're very uh I think you, you seem like you have a really just good heart. Like you what just, a brazen
3: assumption well <laughs> you're right it's this is definitely an
2: assumption my interpretation of you is this I, okay who am i you to me this explain is explain it to me <laughs> um i think you're a very just a warm person i think mm. you're very inviting maybe having a cold childhood uh impacted that for you i don't oh. know this is me assuming a lot wow but you seem very just like um, easy to get along with and like you do not seem to have ill intentions you seem like a very um, just nice person to like connect with and to talk to wow. yeah
3: that's nice that's not any way that i would think of myself well, not in a negative wrong. way not that i, I don't i wouldn't <laughs> assume people thought that about me really yeah
2: yeah yeah i do
3: feel like i'm a little icy and that that might be like a turn off for a lot of people
2: I feel like I'm that too, but f- like, that's because I'm also very shy. Yeah. And I know what it's like to be shy, but mm-hmm. to, to go in with like, I, I'm shy, but I really mean well. Right. And I yeah. think I'm getting that from you. You Aww. seem like you, you get overwhelmed by a lot of people yes. around you at <laughs> once, but like you, you want to be part of that, that group. Oh, you get me. <laughs> oh, see, I, mm, I got you. You got it. <laughs> I got you.
3: All right. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. I appreciate that.
2: Uh, here we go. Question 29. (laughs) Share with your partner an embarrassing moment in your life.
3: Man, they bring you up and then they tear you down. Ooh, yeah. (laughs) These questions.
2: I was going to say this one time I got invited to do a 36 question podcast. Oh, God. (laughs) Most embarrassing moment of my life. Oh, man. No, no, it's just an embarrassing moment. Anyone. Anyone. i'm very self-conscious i'm always feeling if i have an interaction even with a stranger um i'm feeling very critical of myself and just last night i uh and i think this is all in my head uh we got pizza ordered or delivered to our apartment and we don't have a doorman or anything we just have a door that locks Mm. in bedside and um so I was standing, I was going, I was standing in front of the door that was closed waiting for the pizza man, but I didn't want to open it because it was cold out. And then a neighbor of mine who I don't know, but I knew she was coming in because she had a key, mm-hmm. was approaching the door and I, I was just standing there and I didn't think I was like, oh, someone's coming. So I moved out of the way. Mm. She opened the door and went up and then it occurred to me, why didn't I open the door for her? <laughs> why did I make her use her key? That's so rude. And I was, I like ruined that night because I was oh. thinking this neighbor must think I'm some jerk, no. some hipster jerk who's too good to open doors for <laughs> other people.
3: No, I doubt that. That's like that thing where like you go to a restaurant and you order food and they're like, enjoy your meal. And you're like, you too. <laughs> yeah. It's like you, you just don't think, like you're not thinking about the specifics of what you're doing, but you are trying to be like a courteous person. Yeah.
2: And you feel like, oh, I messed this up so bad.
3: Yeah. No, that's, that's. I mean, I can get why that's embarrassing.
2: Yeah, I was embarrassed for myself. That's
3: not that bad, though. I'm trying to think. Embarrassing. Mm -hmm. An embarrassing moment. I don't know. I feel like similarly, like just talking with people and then sometimes and then walking away from the conversation being like, oh, I could have not said that or maybe I shouldn't have brought that up. And then you're, like, replaying that conversation in your head afterwards, being like, oh, I fucked up. Oh,
2: when I say that. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Why did I bring up the Nazis? No. Oh,
1: gosh.
2: <laughs> I wasn't defending them. Oh, no. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> <laughs> just sounded like I was. I accidentally
3: <laughs> saluted. Why did I do that? Oh,
2: man. <laughs> oh, what a rough time. Oh,
3: boy, what an embarrassing moment. But uh, just, like, things like that.
2: Yeah, like, I've definitely been like, oh, gosh, I'm not, like, do I sound racist right now? Or, like, yeah. do I sound... Offensive, Because right. I'm I'm not trying to be.
3: I didn't mean to. Yeah,
2: I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, it's hard.
3: Oh, it is hard. It's hard to not be racist. No.
2: Oh. No, it's no. It's oh not. boy. <laughs> it's not. No, it's it's not.
3: Um, next question. I think it's your turn. All right. When did you last cry in front of another person by yourself? Mm. Is this two questions?
2: Um, I would take that as two questions.
3: Should we answer both, or do you get to choose which one
2: I don't know. I'd answer both I uh love a good cry here and then mm. here and there I'm trying to really think like the last time I wept. I think the last time I really wept um was maybe like a month ago. Mm. This is embarrassing. Um, I was watching The Lion King Mm. and it was like two in the morning and um, I was high (laughs) and um, it's the scene, it's the end of the movie, spoiler alert, it's the end of the movie where Simba becomes the Lion King and he has to climb the uh, rock to Pride Rock and it's like raining and all the rain is like going down his face Mm. and I was okay. But then like, I think Mufasa appears in the clouds at that point, And that he's like, right. he's like proud of his son. And I lost my mind. <laughs> I was not weeping or sobbing. I was, gr- I was like crying and like what, like my nose was running. It yeah. was like, I was, I, I don't even know. I have not cried this hard in years. And I think maybe I just needed it. It was very cathartic. I think maybe I was stressed out that week. Yeah. I think this was was in December. This might have been right after I got over having pneumonia. So I was sick. So I was like in a weird mental state. And um, I I loved it. I felt so good, but I cried so hard. (laughs) It was amazing.
3: Did your roommates walk in on you? Nope.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, it was like 2.30 in the morning. Uh, They were definitely sleeping.
3: Mm-hmm. They might have heard you through the walls. I'm like, what is he crying? about? Honestly,
2: they—they, sh- they, I wish they had because it was beautiful and I felt very human. I <laughs> felt really uh, alive.
3: Watch, you felt human watching a lion. Yeah, <laughs>
2: I- ironic, right? <laughs> um, I'm gonna have to think about the last time I cried in front of somebody, mm. though. Do you have yeah. any? I'm any trying to
3: think. Good, um,
2: good times.
3: Uh, last time I cried in <laughs> front of another person. Did they have to have like seen you crying? Because I feel like sometimes I get like teary eyed oh. in front of other people, Maybe for, like, but I try with to them. hide it. Yeah, I've done yeah. that. Like sometimes if people do nice things that I think are like selflessly nice, I get overwhelmed. Yeah, and I and I, I tear up over. You just that. feel the little right, the twitch. Right. Yeah. yeah. If, like, somebody's, like, helping another person, but, like, getting nothing out of it, I get, I get overwhelmed.
2: That's so nice. That's so
3: nice. And I I feel like I don't see it a whole lot. And then when I do, I'm like, oh, my God.
2: (laughs) Do you recall any specific times? Specific
3: examples. Um, Sometimes for me, like, I had a friend of mine who was willing to meet up with me to, like, talk out a thing like because i had questions about how like how like the film industry works mm-hmm. and so i was like can I, can I meet up and like pick your brain a bit and he was like yeah sure and i'll like meet up with you and like he wasn't getting anything out of it
4: yeah
3: and that that's that, so nice yeah and i started tearing up i was so oh. i was like why would you be so nice <laughs> <laughs> um so like things like that will like catch me off guard and then i'll tear up in front of other people <laughs> that's really
2: nice i can't think of when i was in front of anyone mm. Yeah, I don't know. That lion king was a really good <laughs> cry. I think that was the top cry of the year. Ooh. For me. Yeah.
3: Which year though? Twenty seventeen? We just started. It was twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen, so, so the whole year. <laughs> yeah,
2: because like, you know, that was a rough year, I think. That it, yeah, I think I'd we say we all so. had stuff going on. Right. And it was it was December, and I was like, you know what? A lot of it has been building up. A lot of stuff has happened. That was like Three solid minutes of crying. So I'm going to just go with the Lion King cry. Yeah. And I think we should move on from that. Yes. It was a cry. Um, Is it my turn? Yes. Okay. Question 31. Tell your partner something that you like about them already. Something you have not mentioned before. Hmm. 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 I do really like that you cry from nice <laughs> small interactions from people—not cry, but you tear up from them. I think that's really uh, that's very nice that you you seem very grateful for that. Yeah, you don't take things for granted.
3: Yeah, I think I uh, yeah, I guess I'm not. I, I was about to undercut what you said. But I shouldn't do that. Though. Oh,
2: I mean, you can if you want to have. <laughs> no, a, I was gonna
3: be like, I feel weird about it. Like, I feel like I'm getting like, like it's like just people being like generally kind, and it yeah. like overwhelms me. <laughs> It's like, oh, that's a normal thing. I should be like, that should be normal. It's
2: normal, but it it's pretty rare because we're yeah. all cynical. We ride the subway and we see all these grumpy faces. Right. And then you see like a nice interaction. Yeah. And it gives you hope. Right. Right. So that's what. Yeah, I like yeah.
3: that. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, what was I was going to say, I like that you have like a good relationship with your mother. <laughs> that's that's very nice. I don't know. I feel like like I don't have that. And then when I see yeah. other people do, I'm like, that's so nice. Yeah. To be like on good terms. And like you call your mother once a week? That's, uh, that's
2: I do. It. She makes me. Oh. <laughs> but you do it. You can fight her on it. Yeah.
3: And you don't. That's nice.
2: No, I wouldn't fight her. <laughs> not a fist oh. fight. Yeah, not a fist fight, but.
3: <laughs> Verbal nah. fight, maybe. Maybe
2: we'd scream at each other. Yeah. no, We've never done that.
3: No? Never. Not even as like a teenager? Maybe like
2: once as a teenager because I just like didn't want to go to school. I really hated school. Wow. Yeah. But
3: well, that's nice. Cool. It's nice you're on good terms with your mom. Thank you.
2: Yeah. My mom's pretty cool. All
3: right. Next question, number 32. What if anything is too serious to be joked
2: about? I think maybe one thing that people shouldn't dismiss or joke about is definitely mental health. Mm. I know that's a really common Debate People yeah. share or even b- similar belief. Um, I don't have any diagnosed medical, uh, mental health concerns. I've never been like psychoanalyzed before. But I think when people say stuff like that's crazy or she's insane, you know, I say those kind of things. Mm-hmm. But like if you really think about what it is to be insane it's or crazy, it's like an uncontrollable uh defect that you have in your brain that Mm -hmm. or in your mind i don't even know how to really um establish it but you and like you would never say that about someone if they like broke their leg or had their arm amputated you'd never be like you know you'd never like joke about it unless they were really open with it but if it's a medical condition Mm -hmm. maybe like don't dismiss it so much and if like you know someone who is on like an antidepressant you know, I don't really like to take medicine. I think it's kind of like weird to take medicine. But like, if someone does it and it helps them, you shouldn't joke about it or judge them. Yeah, yeah.
3: That's good that you feel that way. But even though it's not your personal experience, that mm-hmm. you can like, you can you can empathize with yeah, that. Yeah, definitely. That's really nice because I have like issues. Like I've, I used to be on medication for like anxiety and depression. Mm-hmm. And it is uh, like a hard thing. Like I couldn't bring it up with some of my parents or like my parents. Yeah. It depends on how I brought it up with them. But like, like I never told my mother I was taking medication for it because she would have been one of those people who's like, you don't need medication for it. It's mm. not a serious thing. Um, but it did help me. Yeah. So, so it's nice that you could like understand that kind of thing. Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> for me, sorry, I'm getting distracted by the dog. It's so cute. <laughs> Oh. She just sat down. Oh. She's looking at all of us. <laughs> so cute. Um, I think for me, it's not I think like anything can be joked about, but it's just it's a matter of approach, like how you do it or like what angle you're doing it mm-hmm. from. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important to understand that like the way you approach things, um, like will set a precedent for like how like other it like normalizes certain things and you don't want to normalize the wrong things Mm -hmm. so a lot of times people will make jokes like they'll be like rape jokes or whatever and like i think there's a way to approach it that's Mm -hmm. appropriate but i think there's also a way where you approach it and it normalizes the wrong aspect of it Mm -hmm. and i think like it's important to understand the distinction between how you approach joking about something so i don't think like any particular topics off the table it's just a matter of how you go about doing it
2: that's a really interesting way to look at it because there's so many things out there that are like off or they seem off limits mm-hmm. for joking, but, um, it's never bad to discuss them, right. you know? And if, if you sprinkle in or pepper in something funny, you right. know, maybe just to lighten the mood or something, like, I don't know. Right. Um, yeah, I agree with that. I think yeah. that's really good to yeah. do.
3: I think like the thing where like, lo- like locker room talk where people are like, oh, yeah, oh they're yeah. joking, but it's like, but that like normalizes totally. like the negative aspect of it.
2: I agree totally with that. Um, Okay, let's move on. Um, Question 33. Um, If you die today without talking to anyone, (laughs) what would you regret not having told someone? Why haven't you told them?
3: Mm. The safe combination is (laughs) 22, 48. (laughs) No. Um.
2: Mm. Without talking to anyone, what would you regret not having told someone? What don't you want to take to the grave?
3: I try to do this more now because I feel like for a long time I, like, didn't express, like, positive mm-hmm. things about that I thought about other people. But now I, I would regret not, you know, telling people that I appreciated them or, like, enjoyed yeah. their company more.
2: Are there any specific people that you can... No, just, like, you know, in general. Yeah.
3: Just, like, you know, people that I work with or, you know, do projects with or anything like that. Or, like, hang out with. And, like, yeah. a an outside of work capacity. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Cuz we don't share that. We don't show that or express that enough. Right. Um I guess if I I'm going to take this a little differently, if specifically I would want to talk to my brother, I think before I die, I'd really like to reconnect with him. We um were close growing up. We're 3 years apart. And um we were we were like buddies, you know, as kids, but then by like High school. I think maybe this is why high school was weird for me. He became like more popular, not with like the whole high school, but like he, w- he also had a big beard. He was like in a band. He was like mm. really cool. Mm. And so he got, he kind of got whisked away w- by that, which I think it was cool. Like it was cool to watch that. And that and that made, but that did make me very timid because I didn't want to compete with that. Um, but now that he's got his own kids, uh, he's not married but he and he's not with um, the mother of his children, but they are civil to each other. So yeah. th- it's not. So it's kind of like we have divorce in the family now. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Um, but I don't talk to him anymore. We're not. We're not really friends. He uh, he works for the township. He has a very blue collar job. Um, he voted for Hillary, which made me really proud. Yeah. Um, not to get political, but I would love to discuss with him. Just things that he thinks, you know, I've never had an intellectually stimulating discussion with him. He, um, I don't know, he's just always been doing his own thing and I'd really like to reconnect with him before I die. I think that would be just, that would just be a nice thing to happen. Yeah. Not to say that we don't talk anymore. We just like are more like acquaintances now.
3: Yeah. Yeah. You can invite him over with his child to watch The Lion King.
2: I should because we both love that movie. (laughs) Okay, um, I think
3: I have, am I the next question? I believe
2: you are.
3: <laughs> All right. Oh, boy. Your house qua- catches fire. Oh. After saving your loved ones and pets, you have time to grab one last thing. What is it and why? This is question
2: 34. Um, that's rough because I'm thinking, like, do I have my phone with me? <laughs> not that it would be my phone if it, I did not have it with me. Yeah. Um, I'm going to think of like my childhood home, okay. not like my apartment, because it wouldn't be like a computer. I don't know. I really need to think about this for mm-hmm. like a minute.
3: I would probably say like my laptop or something, mm-hmm. just because just cause it has like all my work on it.
2: Yeah. Your architecture stuff.
3: That too. But like <laughs> like writing work and yeah. stuff. Um. Yeah. Just like that kind of intellectual work not necessarily like physical objects but mm-hmm. just like oh the thing like the projects i'm working on or like notes that i've taken yeah i want to make sure i have those
2: yeah i recently uh, had to get a new phone because i mm. broke my other one um but a lot of my stuff was backed up to like google docs and stuff so like i'm th- i would survive if i lost my laptop
3: See, I can't figure out Google Docs, so I'd be screwed. Oh, mm.
2: <laughs> got to get on that. Yeah. Or don't. It doesn't. It's I, cool. sh- I should
3: probably should. <laughs> There's like companies that are like, you got to know how to do this to get a job. And yeah. And I'm
2: like, okay. And you're like, all right, one more thing to learn. <laughs> um, I would probably take something sentimental. We don't have anything in our house that we cherish. Not, mm. you know, like a coat of arms or something weird. Um, mm, Maybe like. This sounds so, like, standard, but maybe, like, photo albums, you know? If I could just grab some, like, baby pictures of of me and my brother and my family. um, It would be, like, a nice little thing to bond over. Like, at least we have the family. You know, everyone's safe. But, like, you can't can't get those back because, like, one thing, digital uh, stuff, you know, that didn't exist in the 90s, like, digital photography. Right. Or at least we don't have that. So yeah, I would just say photo albums, I think. Yeah.
3: That's I think the probably the kind of answer they wanted was something yeah, about it was sentimental.
2: Like, it was so standard of an answer. No, no, that's
3: like exactly. That's a good thing to keep cuz you can't get those back. Yeah. Yeah. I let my pictures burn. Oh,
2: jeez. <laughs> we've got we've got some different ideas. <laughs> um okay, question 35. Ooh. We're almost done. Yeah. This is crazy. Um, Of all the people in your family, oh, wow. Whose death would you find most disturbing and why?
3: Disturbing?
2: It says disturbing.
3: Not most upsetting, just...
2: Disturbing. Disturbing. This could... I feel like the questions are worded this way, that we interpret them differently. Like, for sure. Disturbing.
3: I'll say one. I'll say... um. Like my dad, mm-hmm. um, mostly because he now has like two younger kids than me. Like uh, my my half sisters are uh, fifteen and like thirteen. Mm. So if if he went, that would be very uh, that would that would be upsetting. But like I'm older, mm-hmm. so I could probably handle it better. But like to have younger children who are still like you know coming into their own to like lose a father, I think would be upsetting.
2: Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think. I would say my brother cuz he's a father of young children. Um you know parents are parents age, you know you can't really change it. I hate to think of it that way, but that's just a part of life. Yeah. But Matt is 29. He'll be 30 this year. His children are I want to say 8 and 5 right now. Mm-hmm. And I think if they lost him that would just be like so devastating. It, w- it would disturb the children for the rest of their lives, I think. Yeah. And, um, I also think I would handle it much better than anyone else in the family because like I said, we're not, you know, that connected, but it would also be terrible. Cause like, I haven't connected with him and I would like to before that happens. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that would be terrible. Right. Yeah. So don't die. Yeah. Don't die. Parents, Right. fathers, <laughs> Nobody, nobody should die. Yeah. Really.
3: All right. Next question. Oh, you have, wait, what was the number? Oh, wait. Um, 35
2: was the last one.
3: 35? 36. Ooh. Oh, something's interesting. Ooh. It's an extra card there. We'll see what that is. Question 36. Share a personal problem and ask your partner's advice Mm -hmm. on how he or she might handle it. All right. Um... So, I need to find a new job. Oh, no. I, I hate
2: where I work. Where do you work?
3: I do like data analysis Oof. for a real estate company, but they're a pretty awful company. Um, Why are they so awful? Uh, just, just, uh, I was, I've been talking about it nonstop lately um, with other people. But like, I got a promotion, but then I got paid less money.
2: That's which is so right. weird that's not how that works
3: yeah no just because like the last position i was in i had been in for so long that like at, with the annual yearly like increases it had just worked out to be higher oh. than the base salary for the job that i got at like that i just got um so but they then bumped me down to the base salary for the promoted the promotion job i see i see which is like why not just let me keep making what i was making yeah. and let me have the promotion but no
2: how long have you been working there
3: four years it was like the first job out of college oh wow ouch so i need to like apply for a job and i'm not very good at it like i do like i submit resumes online but i don't know how that works
2: yeah how did you get this one
3: monster.com
2: i've never done that i've i got my job through craigslist which i wouldn't recommend doing that either though okay yeah i don't know job hunting is, is the hardest thing to do yeah you know there are millions of jobs, but there are millions of people. Yeah. And there's always someone more qualified, you know? Like, the, it's that's just a, the truth of the matter. Yeah. And you can't let that get you down. I, um, I've worked at my job for two and a half years, and I got it through a recruiting agency that had made a post on Craigslist for a different job. I didn't even get the job that I applied okay. to. <laughs> Completely different industry. Yeah. That was a publishing job. But, uh, and this is a... Pharma, you know, medical, inter like job thing. So, thing. Yeah. Um. So, like, mm, personally, I always see a, a a day job as like it shouldn't be your dream job. If it is, that's okay. really great. But like, it's so hard and unrealistic in my opinion mm-hmm. to to nail your dream job. Right. At least in your twenties or mid twenties. I'm assuming you're in your mid twenties. Yeah. Um, but like I would just say, if you really hate this job and you find another job that is not what you want to do, mm-hmm. if you can like deal with the people you work with and just like, and you know in the back of your head like this isn't what I want to do, but it'll allow me to do that outside of work right. That's what I've been doing because I do not like mm-hmm. want to work in this industry for the rest of my life. Um, yeah, I would do, I just do that. I, I feel like I psych myself up. And, but I have not looked for a job in over a year Mm -hmm. because I just don't have the energy to do so. I don't know. I'm sorry. That's rough. That's a hard time.
3: Yeah. So your advice is to just settle with what I have.
2: (laughs) Mm, That's like the, that's like a plan B. I would just say like, keep looking, keep looking for what you want to do. LinkedIn has a network. Yeah. I got to get on that. Yeah. Make a LinkedIn (laughs) account if you haven't. People love that. They eat that up. (laughs) put fancy uh jargon in there right. you know
3: are those endorsements that people those
2: in- uh, those are no <laughs> those are fake you yeah. don't need those <laughs> <laughs> i don't get those i don't know those all right um me let me think problem it's a problem i have Should in my life. Have
3: personal problem and ask for advice and how i would handle it mm.
2: I think this will be an interesting question for you to respond to with advice. Um, I do think I'm still very shy with people Mm -hmm. that I really, I want to get out of that bubble. I've definitely come a long way from moving here and high school and college. Um, I've gotten better at making eye contact with people. Mm -hmm. Maybe you've noticed this Mm -hmm. uh, throughout.
3: Great eye contact the whole time. Oh, thank you. You too. Really
2: good at reciprocating. (laughs) But um, I do feel very shy around people. And even being like an intern at UCV, at UCV East, mm-hmm. um, it's overwhelming to see so many house team members and think like, gosh, this person's so talented. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't deserve to talk to them. I kind what? of like, I know, right? It's weird. I kind of like, I, I hold people to a higher um, power than myself. And yeah. I've done this my entire life, maybe because I was the baby in the family, who knows? Uh Yeah, and I just wish I could kind of, like, be more comfortable with people, you know?
3: I mean, I would say just, like, understand that people are people. Like, they're all just people. We're all doing the same thing. We're all trying our best. I don't, I, like, I personally don't, like, rank people like that. Mm. Like, I wouldn't, like, be like, oh, that person's too this and that for me to talk to. I, I mean, everybody's just kind of a person.
2: Yeah, we're all just surviving.
3: Right. Um... So just like try to like see other people like as people, and um and even with like like even people that you don't know or like mm-hmm. like strangers that maybe are just like stopping by in your life or like yeah. at the theater or wherever, <laughs> yeah. um just that everybody's like nobody nobody's better than anybody else like everybody's yeah. has worth and value, mm-hmm. and we're all kind of you know doing the same thing the same day to day for the most part yeah, um. Yeah, and everybody's just trying their best. <laughs> yeah. So give people the benefit of the doubt. Um, but yeah, just stop
2: that stop that
3: stop ranking people <laughs>
2: oh my gosh i'm cured <laughs> yeah, we did it we did it um yeah yeah i agree with that i definitely stupidly hold people to like celebrity status no. i don't know why you know
3: we're all just even celebrities they're just, they're just, just people, people. They're just people with more money and, uh, that's wow. it wow
2: <laughs> yeah that's it that's a small difference
3: yeah but they're yeah. not any better than anybody else yeah
2: i don't know i've just always felt very like You know, who am I? Do I deserve to be here? You do. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I think I do. I just never tell myself that. You gotta. Gotta believe in yourself. That's the
3: secret that Oprah's been talking about.
2: (sighs) I gotta get in on that (laughs) Oprah thing, newsletter, something. Yeah. Okay, well, there's one card
0: left on the table. So that was the 36 questions, but... You did it. You did it.
1: You did the 36 (laughs) questions. But you're
0: you're not done yet. As Alex said, there is one additional card. If you want to go ahead and read that. I'm nervous. Uh,
2: um, Stare into your partner's eyes for four minutes. What? What? That's so long.
0: That's longer than a song. Well, uh, Arthur Aaron had said that a lot of people uh, don't make eye contact on a daily basis. Um, it's, it's very uncommon actually to look into someone's eyes for a long period of time. Um, and it, it just increases intimacy. So if you could try and be silent as you do it, but we've found that's been very difficult. <laughs> um, and, and, yeah. something and for
1: the people listening to this they we're not gonna have you know four minutes of dead airs but we guarantee that these people will be staring (laughs) at each other for four minutes Uh ready yeah yes go all right can we blink
2: can we talk
1: you can do anything except talk (laughs) (laughs) Four, three, two, one. You're done. Yeah! Whoa.
0: Whoa. <laughs> so Anna has an important question for you now.
1: I have to legally ask this as part of the podcast. Are you guys in love? <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: uh, wow. Wow. Never been asked. I've never been asked that before. You mean by a girlfriend? Uh, I meant like in the context of with a stranger. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Love them?
1: um Where I at? think oh I guess I could also say how has your relationship changed since meeting two hours ago as strangers
2: I think I uh, it's definitely different than the two yeah. hours ago yeah for sure um I've never held that I don't know the last time I've held eye contact like that with someone. Um, but I do feel like I know you a lot now. I know a lot about your background. Right. Yeah.
3: Yeah. It's interesting because like, I, I wouldn't assume anybody's childhood was, is one way or another. So like to get that insight.
2: Definitely. It's for
3: sure interesting.
2: I think it's really interesting that we had such opposite childhood experiences growing up. Right. Yeah.
3: But we turned out to be the same person. Right? That's, (laughs) I I
2: feel like this was a mirror this whole time.
3: (laughs) Right. I now have a beard.
2: Yeah, I've got, like,
0: (laughs) cream corn hair. Oh, boy. (laughs) My favorite. Do either of you feel like you learned anything about yourself? Hmm. Hmm.
1: You can Mm. say no, it's allowed.
2: I feel like I've never talked this much at length about how shy I am as a person. Mm. and 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 making eye contact with people. Yeah. So maybe I learned that it's not so bad to open up to someone. Yeah. And to make eye contact.
3: That's a good thing to learn. Yeah. it's a good positive thing. Thanks.
2: Did you learn anything?
3: Um, I'm not sure. Because I feel like mm. I will say anything to anybody. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, no. Not to, not to devalue <laughs> this, but... Um, but yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. but like, uh, but like, seeing how I was interacting with you, and like mm-hmm. the parts where you have to like say something about the other person, and then yeah. I end up undercutting you, <laughs> and I'm like, no, that's not. <laughs> but um, but like seeing that, like in real time and being aware of it, I think is interesting.
2: Yeah, I agree with that. That's cool.
3: What did you guys think of the
1: questions themselves? Because I think they were designed to get more and more intimate. Right.
3: Um. So, what did you think of the questions? Mm-hmm. The one that thing that stood out to me was they ask about a relationship with your mother, but they don't ask about the father. Yeah,
2: I was thinking that, too. Or anybody else, really. Yeah.
3: So that's a little skewed.
2: It's weird.
3: They're trying to get at something. Um,
2: yeah, I don't know. I would have talked more about my dad if I had known otherwise. Yeah. Um, I like that the questions are kind of like... They're worded specifically so that you can interpret it how you want. Hmm. Like, your most treasured memory, it could be you treasure it because... It was so nice, or you treasure because you learned a lesson because it was so bad.
1: Yeah,
2: I like that. Yeah, I like interpretation.
1: Right. So, as a thank you for being on the podcast, now is the time to plug anything you want, including your dad's Twitter account. Oh, oh yes, boy oh boy.
2: <laughs> um, I don't know it by memory. I think it's Bill Simmons NJ. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> if anyone's interested in the environment, environmental health. Um, I want to plug can I plug two things you
1: can plug anything you want
2: this is I mean what do I have to plug uh, I have a Twitter that I tweet at um, it's at Alex underscore D underscore Simmons um, I would like to plug a show that I'll be performing in February 26th I believe it's a Sunday it's at UCB East it's Indie Cage Match Ooh. I'll be competing with my indie team we are called Size. <laughs> we have a monthly show at the Triple Crown every first Wednesday of the month. Please come by and do stuff with us. And um, please vote for our set at Indie Cage Match. <laughs>
3: it's fun. Um, I write sketch for an, an indie team. Part, it's part of Boogie Manja, which is the big collective. But my specific team is called American Danger. Uh, we have a show February, I want to say 17th or 18th. It's a Friday. So whatever the Friday of that week is. Um, and we have a crazy show coming up this month. So come check that out. Because um, that'll be a thing. Cool. <laughs> yeah, in a good way. It's, it's, it's We're being really ambitious this month. <laughs> um, and I don't want to give anything away. But come check that out. Cool. Um, and that's, yeah, that's what I got going on. And I we do monthly sketch shows. So every month we have a different show. And there's other Boogie Manja teams. And they're all great, too.
2: Yay. Come check those out, too. Yeah. Just
3: just be at the Pit Loft in New York every Friday at 9 p.m.
2: Love that place. Yes. It's a great place. <laughs> it is.
3: Great. Well, thank you guys
1: for being here. Thank you for, thank having, you for having us. Thank you for having us. It's fun. Go watch The Lion King. <laughs> oh. Bring a box of tissues.
2: I
3: haven't seen it in like 20 years.
1: Oh,
2: it's so good. It it's stands the
3: honest. test of time. I I hear. People still talk about it. Yeah. They still it's sell merchandise. too. Right. Yeah
2: a big thing right
0: yeah <laughs> thank you for listening to the 36 questions podcast
1: if you want to get involved in the podcast either as a subject of the experiment or as a sponsor
0: you should email us at 36 podcast at gmail.com and leave us a, a review on iTunes. We'd really, oh, yeah. yeah, we'd appreciate that.
1: Yeah, the reviews we have so far have been so nice. They
0: have been great. We just read them before we go to bed, and it just is a good feeling
1: every night. Every, we read the same four reviews to each other
0: every single night. All four of them. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm trying to say is, we'd like to read some new reviews. So
1: let's take a stab at our uh, new going away message. Okay, our ready? new podcast motto.
0: So, uh, ask questions, fall in love.
1: Oh, I like that. Did you just come up with that? Yes. That's really good.
0: If anyone wants to give me a job in marketing, this is boom.
1: (laughs) Ask questions now, fall in love later. Is that it? (laughs) 36 questions.
0: (laughs) Podcast. Ask questions, just do it. Thank you. (laughs) No, that's not. Bye. Bye.